Members of Congress expressed optimism Sunday about the prospects for reaching a deal to avoid the fiscal cliff. A fragile ceasefire between Israel and Hamas is entering its third full day, and both Israelis and Palestinians... Bottom line, Senator, if uh, the president nominates Ambassador Rice to be the next Secretary of State or some other... Supplementary question. Do you personally believe that gay people are born gay? Impact segment tonight, the Talking Points memo... Hot damn politics. 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 I'm back now with the Brain Trust panel. Brain Trust. Brain Trust. Brain Trust. Brain Trust panel. These niggas won't hold me back. 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 The brain trust panel. Brain trust. Brain trust. Brain trust. Brain trust. Hot diggity damn politics. I put that shit on everything. People moving out, people moving in, because of the color of the skin. Run, 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 but you so can't hide. And I bought out a tooth for a tooth, both for me, and I'll set you free. Rap on, brother, rap on. Well, the only person talking about love now, brother, is the preacher.
There were many different motives for why the First World War was fought. Since 1871, Germany had emerged as a powerhouse, upsetting the long-established balance of power sheen in Europe. The established great powers, Britain, France, and Russia, joined together in 1914 to destroy this new rival. On the 28th of June, 1914, Gabriel Prince, a Bosnian Serb and a failed student, assassinated the Archduke Franz Ferdinand, successor to the Austria-Hungarian zone. Austria-Hungary has signed a defensive pact with Germany, which Germany in 1909 reconfirmed by declaring that Germany was bound to stand by Austria-Hungary even if it had started a war. Austria declared war on Serbia, which started the First World War. Throughout the whole war, Germany wanted peace and had nothing to gain in the conflict whatsoever. Even if Germany was well on its way to win the war in December of 1916, Kaiser Wilhelm offered to negotiate peace with the intense powers. By December 1916, Germany had a clear advantage. France had suffered horrible losses. Russia faced internal Bolshevik uprising and revolutionary chaos and had to withdraw its troops. Britain was under the U-boat blockade and not one inch of Germany had been occupied. Germany still offered generous peace terms. Kaiser Wilhelm was ready to just call off the war and return to how things were before. That was when the Zionist Jews, Shaim Wiseman and Nathan Sokolov approached the British with a dirty deal. They offered to use their global influence to bring the U.S. into the war on Britain's side while undermining and destroying Germany from within. In exchange for U.S. entry, the British would steal Palestine from Ottoman Turkey, which was Germany's ally, and then allow the Jews to settle there. The deal was called the Balfour Declaration and was delivered to the Baron Walter Rothschild. Jews in London then sent messages to Louis Brandeis, one of the Jewish members of the Supreme Court, instructing him to pressure President Wilson to join the war. Other Zionist power brokers such as Bernard Baruch, Paul Warburg, and Jacob Schiff also pressured America to join. The British government agreed that they would support the Jewish homeland in Palestine in exchange for the powerful Jewish lobby in America getting the USA to join the Allies. British airplanes dropped leaflets over Germany, printed in Yiddish. The Balfour leaflets to win Jewish support in Germany by promising the Jews a homeland in Palestine after they have won the war. And here it is, the Balfour Declaration. What do you feel when you, when you see it here? I genuinely feel it's one of the most extraordinary moments in the history of the Jewish people. Uh, if you think it took 3,000 years uh, to get to this. And then you say, how did this miracle happen? Well, it's the most incredible piece of opportunism. I mean, if you think you had an impoverished uh, would-be scientist, Heim Weizmann, who somehow gets to England, meets a few people, including members of my family, seduces them. He has such great charm and conviction. He gets to Balfour, and 
He unbelievably persuades Balfour and Lloyd George, the Prime Minister, and most of the ministers, that this idea of um, the national home for um, Jews should be allowed to take place. After the deal was made, Jewish-owned media immediately unleashed a ton of anti-German propaganda, depicting the Germans as barbaric Huns. This was done to get the public support for American intervention in the war, while the Zionists and Jewish Marxists of Germany started to destabilize Germany from within through several strikes within the arms industry factories, which weakened the German war effort. If America wouldn't have been tricked into the war, it would have been stopped right there and then, and millions of European lives would have been saved. American entrance into the war was then carried out as promised. Lord Balfour was assuring the Zionists that Britain would fulfill its end of the deal after the war had ended, the theft and overthrowing of Palestine from the Ottoman Turks. Before more European blood would be shed on European soil, both Germany and Austria-Hungary again asked for a peaceful resolution. Wilson was forced to admit that Germany and Austria-Hungary had indeed expressed general peace proposals, but he casually dismissed them all. Lying about how beautiful the post-war peace was going to be like, Wilson managed to trick so many war-weary Germans into an unconditional surrender and disarmament in November of that same year, 1918. Communists and Zionists within Germany stabbed their countrymen in the back. Marxist trade union leaders ordered factory strikes which deprived German troops of their vital supplies. German morale and industrial output quickly fell. Germany laid down the weapons and wished for an honorary peace. After the war, the treacherous betrayal of 1918 became known as the stab in the back. Germany had simply been betrayed from within by Zionists and communists. And consequently, they were all tied together as enemies because they wished to see Germany fail. In Israel today, Balfour Day, November the 2nd, is widely celebrated. The Palestinian Arabs observe it as a day of grief. In January 1919, the victors met at the Paris Peace Conference to financially crush Germany and determined the new borders of the defeated nation. Germany was not even invited and would not have any say in the final decisions as the globalists ripped Germany to pieces. The conference also created the basis for a future world government, the League of Nations. The Zionist delegation that was present that had brought America into the war also made sure that former Arab territories of the Ottoman Empire were separated from Turkish rule and broken up into small states so that Palestine could become a British protectorate. The Jews then claimed to a piece of Palestine guaranteed by the League of Nations, exactly as Herzl had predicted in 1897. Out of the Paris Peace Conference came the brutal and notorious Treaty of Versailles on 20th of June 1919 and the Treaty of Saint-Germain on 20th of September the same year. Even liberal historians recognize the evil of the treaty today. A Germany that did not want any war, that had tried to avoid war, and had offered to make peace on numerous occasions throughout the whole war, was now totally disarmed. Germany was forced to pay massive war reparations in the form of money and natural resources. 
The crushing debt payments, 100 billion marks, equal to $1 trillion in modern currency, devastated the German economy and soon caused a hyperinflationary monetary collapse. The total sum of war reparations demanded from Germany were about 226 billion marks. The aim was to financially break Germany. John Maynard Keynes predicted that these harsh reparations would lead to the financial collapse of Germany. Germany's armed forces were restricted to 100,000 men, intended solely for police duties within the country, and conscription was prohibited. All German colonies were taken away from her. The same thing happened with a number of German areas in Europe. In total, Germany had to give up 13% of her lands. Several million Germans ended up stranded outside of the German Empire, and millions were forcefully expelled from their homes. Germany also lost large parts of their industry when key iron ore and coal assets disappeared. The industrial German Rhineland would be occupied by French troops for 15 years. The Treaty of Versailles was a devastating peace treaty for Germany, but the agreement also had serious economic consequences not only for Germany, but also for Europe and the world, as Germany was such an important brick in the world economy. The treaty contained 440 clauses, 414 out of them were specifically dedicated to punishing Germany for a war that the nation was totally innocent of. In the Times, 1919, Winston Churchill expressed the ultimate goal of the treaty. Should Germany do business again in the next 50 years, we have led this war in vain. The encirclement and unprecedented hunger blockade killed almost a million of German children, women, old men, and the most fragile of society. The Allies now had only one fixed intention, to prolong the power of Versailles and to destroy Germany for good. Germany was now completely disarmed and she had been damaged on all sides and had no way of defending herself. At any moment could her neighbors decide to attack her. Because of the enormous reparation costs to be paid in gold, there was no longer any backing for the mark. This led to inflation, which totally wiped out all the German savings. Germany in 1922-23 faced the most horrific hyperinflation the world has ever seen, and the German mark became worthless. Unemployment, hunger, and a hopeless future distinguished the Weimar Republic to the German people. Suicide rates were high. Unemployment topped 30% as desperate Germans committed suicide. Birth rates were extremely low. Anarchy and chaos was in the air. There was nothing the disarmed, humiliated, and hungry German people could do about it, as communists even seized parts of many cities. In 1929, the Federal Reserve caused the Great Depression. The researcher Boris Borisov, in his article titled The American Famine, estimated the victims of the financial crisis in the U.S. at over 7 million people. The globalist powers had now managed to orchestrate yet another famine that killed millions of white Europeans like in Russia before. Ben Bernanke said, regarding the Great Depression, we did it. By we, Bernanke of course meant the Jewish leaders of the Federal Reserve System. Back in Germany, the effects of the engineered stock market crash was even worse than in any other country, as the life savings of the people were wiped out as prices doubled every two days for 20 straight months. 
too. Inflation was spiraling wildly out of control. People would be paid in the morning and have suitcase fulls of banknotes, and they would have to then run to the shop because in the time between being paid, the time when they bought their goods, their food, the prices would have risen. Berlin was in a state of total, total chaos. Hundreds of thousands of dispossessed, starving in the streets. And at the same time, you had very rich people. So you got on the one hand, the poor eating turnip soup, the butchers selling crows, squirrels, eating rats. And on the other side, people who could afford it, eating the most sumptuous meals like they never paused for thought. The Germans had to pay 2 to 20 billion marks for a single postage stamp. A loaf of bread cost 2 billion marks. A pound of butter cost 2 trillion marks. The German middle class was the worst hit and saw all their savings and businesses being destroyed. Starving families and their children begged on the streets. Many Germans referred to their devalued money as Judefetzen, Jewish confetti. Because whilst the Germans were starving, the Jewry lived their golden luxury life in the Republic. Germany was totally bankrupt in the end of 1929. The Jewish statistician Alfred Marcus estimated the average Jewish income for 1930 at three times the average income for the rest of the population. The industries, as in the Ruhr, were all bankrupt and workers were all laid off in their millions. In January 1933, over six million Germans were unemployed. Although the Jews comprised less than 1% of the German population, the political influence of the Jews in the Weimar Republic was enormously out of proportion to their numbers in the population. They managed to control over 50% of the media and the press, and 70% of all the judges, 57% of the metal trade, 22% of grain, and 39% of the textile trade. German banking and finance was under the total control of Jews. They were particularly evident in the private banking in Berlin, which in 1923 had 150 private Jewish banks, as opposed to only 11 private non-Jewish banks. Four of the six members of the controlling board of the Reichstag directors were Jews, including Jacob Goldschmidt and Rudolf Habenstein. In order for anyone to control people's minds, one has to control the press and media. Jewish domination of the press and the public mind began with Reuters News Agency in 1865. Established by the Jew Paul Reuter, born Israel Bere Yosefat in 1865, the Reuters Telegram Company was the first major news organization in the world. Almost every major news outlet in the world today subscribes to Reuters services which operates in over 200 cities in 94 countries in about 20 languages. The Washington Post was controlled by finest Federal Reserve Chairman Eugene Mayer. In 1940, Mayer would fire the Washington Post pacifist editor for refusing to endorse U.S. involvement in World War II. Post would later be handed down to Mayer's daughter, the late Catherine Mayer Graham. In 1896, Adolf Ochs bought the New York Times and formed the New York Times Company. The och sulzberger family, one of the United States newspaper dynasties, has owned the New York Times ever since. For 117 years, America's most influential news source had been in the hands of this same family. 
1926, the Jew David Sarna formed NBC, the first major broadcast network in the U.S. In 1928, the 27-year-old Jewish businessman William S. Paley secured majority ownership of the CBS radio network. Paley expanded CBS into a national powerhouse with 114 affiliate stations. It is very important to remember that the four most powerful media sources, the Washington Post, the New York Times, NBC, and CBS, were now all under total Jewish ownership and control. Jewish Daily Bulletin on July 27, 1935, said, There is only one power which really counts, the power of political pressure. We Jews are the most powerful people on earth because we have this power and we know how to apply it. The two largest German newspapers before 1933 were also in Jewish hands, Leopold Ulstein, August Scherl, and Rudolf Moss. These Jews had a virtual monopoly on the German press. Their main publication was the Berliner Tageblatt. The editor of this paper was Theodor Wolf, a Jew, who also took a prominent part in politics. All editorials, all policy, all thought, and every single sphere of major influence had now fallen under Jewish control. Of the 29 legitimate theaters in Berlin, 23 had Jewish directors. In 1931, of 144 film scripts made into movies, 119 were written by Jews and 77 were produced by Jews. When you ask what have the Germans done to the Jews, you must always ask what have done the Jews to the Germans. In 1918, Lenin and Trotsky established the Communist International, also known as the Comintern, in Moscow, Russia. In the days following the Bolshevik Revolution in Russia, Trotsky promoted the idea of a permanent revolution, which meant that the Soviet Union had to politically provoke other nations throughout the world to start their own Bolshevik revolutions. The Comintern stated openly that its intention was to fight for the creation of an international Soviet Republic, i.e. a communist world government. Comintern-affiliated parties formed in France, Italy, China, Germany, Spain, Belgium, the U.S., and other nations. The ideology of communism spread like a poison through Europe. The author Ernst Elmhurst explained in 1938 that socialism, communism, and Bolshevism, in reality, are only links in the plan of world-embracing Judaism, with its final purpose of forcing the entire world under Jewish domination. Following the Russian Revolution of 1917, revolutionary Jewish communist leaders Karl Liebknecht and Rosa Luxemburg led a group of Jewish communists, Kurt Eisner, Paul Levy, Franz Mehring, Wilhelm Pieck, Richard Müller, Emil Bach, Gustav Landauer, Eugene Levine, and Emil Eichhorn to attempt a violent and bloody communist revolution in Germany as well. They were heroically stopped in 1919 by the veterans in the German Freikorps.
The Jew Bela Kuhn instigated a Jewish revolution and took over the leadership of Hungary in March 1919. After months of red terror and massacres of Christians, the Hungarians managed to fight back. Hungarian Rear Admiral Miklas Horthy formed a national army to fight the Bolsheviks. With the support of the Romanian army, Horthy managed to take back the country on August 1, 1919. In Italy, Jewish-led communists committed mass murders in Sarana, Modena, Bologna, Pietro, Diana, and Milan, but were defeated by Mussolini's fascist forces. Fascism was a movement to save Europe from communism. Today, thanks to our globalist media, almost everyone thinks that fascism was something horrible. Fascism is shortly a defender of the nation its culture, and people. On the fascism, government plays a key role in monitoring film, theater, art, literature, music, education, etc. In order to maintain a high moral standard, keep things clean and respectable, promote a strong sense of patriotism and honor, and prevent the spreading of decadence which corrupts society from within. Even Winston Churchill thought that fascism proved the necessary antidote to the communist poison. He said of Mussolini, Roman genius, the greatest lawgiver among men. Speaking in Rome on January 20, 1927, Winston Churchill said, If I had been an Italian, I am sure that I should have been wholeheartedly with you from the start to the finish. Italy has shown that there is a way of fighting the subversive forces which can rally the masses of the people properly led to value and wish to defend the honor and stability of civilized society. Hereafter, no great nation will be unprovided with an ultimate means of protection against the cancerous growth of Bolshevism. Twelve years later, Winston Churchill will align his country and people with Bolshevism. Oswald Mosley was the fascist leader of Britain and tried to save his country as well, but never managed to get enough power. Cornelio Cadrano said, Fascism means, first of all, defending your nation against dangers that threaten it. It means the destruction of these dangers and the opening of a free way to life and glory for your nation. Jewish Bolsheviks then attempted to take Spain in 1936, which led to the bloody Spanish Civil War. The Jews launched an orgy of mass murder, rape, and destruction. The Jew Leiba Lazarevich Elbin Soviet Red Army officer was chief of Soviet security in the Spanish Civil War. Over 20,000 churches across Spain were destroyed, 6,832 Spanish priests, 3,000 monks, 300 nuns, and 13 bishops were killed. Some 4,000 laymen were also murdered for helping or hiding nuns or priests. Belbin was one of the masterminds behind the massacres. In 1939, the devout Roman Catholic general Francisco Franco stepped up and created a united nationalist group and managed to save Spain from a communist takeover. Franco had the support of Antonio Salazar in Portugal, Benito Mussolini in Italy, and Adolf Hitler in Germany. On February 8, 1920, Sir Winston Churchill expressed his alarm over the world developments in an interview published in the Sunday Illustrated Herald, London. From the days of Adam Spartacus Weishaupt to those of Karl Marx, those of Trotsky, Bela Kuhn, Rosa Luxemburg, and Emma Goldman, this worldwide conspiracy for the overthrow of civilization 
and for the reconstruction of society on the basis of arrested development of envious malevolence and impossible equality has been steadily growing. Ideological and cultural subversion is a subtle, gradual, and persistent undermining internally of another group's values, strength, and ways of life with the aim of making them vulnerable. This is the strategy that the communists used when they infiltrated and took over societies from within, starting with Germany. The four stages of subversion are demoralization, destabilization, crisis, and normalization. When uh, the Soviets use the phrase ideological subversion, what do they mean by it? Ideological subversion is, is the process which is legitimate, overt, and open. You, you can see it with your own eyes. All, all you have to do, all American mass media has to do, is to unplug their bananas from their ears, open up their eyes, and they can see only about 15% of time, money, and manpower is spent on espionage as such. The other 85% is a slow process, which we call either ideological subversion or active measures, active in the language of the KGB, or psychological warfare. What it basically means is to change the perception of reality of every American to such an extent that despite of the abundance of information, no one is able to come to sensible conclusions in the interest of defending themselves, their families, their community, and their country. It's a great brainwashing uh, process which goes very slow and is divided in, in four basic stages. Uh, the first one being demoralization. It takes from 15 to 20 years to demoralize a nation. Why that many years? Because this is the minimum number of years which requires to uh, educate one generation of students in the country of, of, of your enemy, exposed to the ideology of the enemy. In other words, Marxism-Leninism ideology is being pumped into the soft heads of, of, of at least three generations of American students without being challenged or counterbalanced by the basic values of Americanism, American patriotism. The demoralization process in the United States is basically completed already. Uh, for the last 25 years, actually it's overfulfilled because uh, demoralization now reaches such areas where previously not even Comrade Andropov and, and all his experts would, would even dream of such a tremendous success. Most of it is done by Americans to Americans, thanks to lack of moral standards. As I mentioned before, uh, exposure to true information does not matter anymore. A person who was demoralized is unable to assess true information. The facts tell nothing to him. Uh, even if I shower him with information, with, with authentic proof, with documents, with pictures, even if I take him by force to the Soviet Union and show him concentration camps, he will refuse to believe it until he, he is going to receive a kick in, the, in his fat bottom. When a military boot crashes his then he will understand, but not before that. That's the tragic of the situation of demoralization. The next stage is destabilization. This time, subverter does not care about your ideas and the patterns of your consumption, whether you eat junk food and get fat and flabby, it doesn't matter. This time, 
and it takes only from two to five years to destabilize the nation. Uh, it's, what, what matters is essentials, economy, foreign relations, defense systems. Uh, and you can see it quite clearly that in some areas, uh, in such sensitive areas as, as uh, defense and economy, uh, the influence of Marxist-Leninist ideas in the United States is absolutely fantastic. I, I could never believe it 14 years ago when I landed uh, in this part of the world that the process will go that fast. Uh, the next stage, of course, is crisis. It, it, it may take only up to six weeks to, to bring a country to the verge of crisis. You can see it in, in Central America now. And after crisis, with a violent change of, of power, structure, and economy, you have so-called the period of normalization. It may last indefinitely. This is what will happen in the United States if you allow all the schmucks to bring the country to crisis, to promise people all kinds of goodies and the paradise on earth, uh, to, to destabilize your uh, economy, to eliminate the principle of free market competition, and to put a big brother government in Washington, D.C., who will promise lots of things, never mind whether the promises are fulfilled or not. Your leftists in, in the United States, all these professors and all these beautiful civil rights defenders, they are instrumental in the process of the, of the uh, uh, subversion only to destabilize the nation. When their job is completed, they are not, they are not needed anymore. They know too much. Some of them... When, when they get disillusioned, when they see that Marxist Leninists come to power, they, obviously they get offended. They think that they will come to power. That will never happen, of course. They will be lined up against the wall and shot. Towards the end of 1922, the Communist International, Comintern, began to consider how they would succeed taking over Europe in the most effective way. On Lenin's initiative, a meeting was organized at the Marx-Engels Institute in Moscow. The aim of the meeting was to start the Marx Cultural Revolution. Among those present at the meeting was George Lukács, a Jewish-Hungarian aristocrat and a son of a banker. In the summer of 1924, Lukács moved to Germany. Here he held the first meeting of a group of communist-oriented intellectuals. This gathering was to lead the foundation of the Frankfurt School. The institute had been officially established and funded by the Jewish millionaire Felix Weil. This institute was called the Institute for Social Research. Later it will be known as the Frankfurt School. These new Marxists, under the direction of Max Horkheimer, believed that Europeans were too attached to tradition, race, nation, family, and faith to be able to accept communism. Antonio Gramsci, while in prison, described that Marxism and communism could only flourish after a long march through the cultural institutions. Only then, after they had corrupted all Western values and made life impossible for us, could they impose the dictatorship of the proletariat. This was also what the Fabian Socialists did to weaken the countries and slowly implemented international communism. The mantra would now be change and destroy Western culture before communism would be accepted. George Lukács believed that for a new communist culture to emerge, existing European culture had to be destroyed. 
There is no other way to get control of society with strong moral values than to weaken those values. He said, I saw the revolutionary destruction of society as the one and only solution to the cultural contradictions of the epoch. Such a worldwide overturning of values cannot take place without the annulation of the old values and the creation of new ones by the revolutionaries. Munzenberg said, we must organize the intellectuals and use them to make Western civilization stink. Only then, after they have corrupted all its values and made life impossible, can we impose the dictatorship of the proletariat. Out of this came cultural Marxism, the subversive ideology which meant that gender, sexual orientation, family, race, culture, or religion, every single aspect of a white person's identity was to be questioned. Every norm or standard in a society challenged and ideally altered and demolished in order to benefit supposedly oppressed groups instead of Europeans. This was supposed to create a society in which the Jews would not be seen as an outside distinctive class, where they could feel safer to climb to the highest positions in society without encountering much opposition from Europeans. The entire purpose of cultural Marxism was to delegitimize and banish European ethnic interests and replace them with minorities. When I started uh, writing about Jewish intellectual movements, I realized I couldn't just go around counting Jews. And what I had to show was that you had a cohesive core of Jews that were, that were mutually reinforcing each other, that they were the backbone of this movement. And I had to show that these people identified as Jews. And I had to show that they viewed what they were doing as furthering specific Jewish goals. For example, one of the most common things was they were concerned about anti-Semitism. Quite a bit of my writing in, in my book, The Culture of Critique, was to show that the Jews who were the center of these Jewish intellectual movements were very concerned about issues like anti-Semitism, that they were trying to uh, develop theories in which anti-Semitism was a pathology, in which anti-Semitism had no intellectual basis, in which it was just morally uh, beyond the pale. The important thing was to show that Jewish identification was important and furthering of, uh, of, of a, a specific Jewish goal. Now, that's not to say that this was a, a goal that all Jews have. We're not saying that all Jews have, are anything, as a matter of fact. For example, psychoanalysis had specific goals uh, that were concerned about, uh, about anti-Semitism. But that doesn't mean that most Jews uh, even believe in psychoanalysis or anything else. We're talking about a cohesive group of people. It's very easy to show that the Frankfurt School intellectuals, Max Horkheimer, Adorno, and these other prominent Frankfurt School people had strong Jewish identities. Franz Boas, the famous anthropologist, very strong Jewish identity, a very deep concern with specific Jewish issues like anti-Semitism, and that they saw their particular intellectual endeavors as advancing specific Jewish goals. There's nothing wrong with advancing own goals. That's what we all do. The only thing is that those goals oftentimes conflict with those of other people. And so uh, essentially, for example, at the Frankfurt School, he developed an ideology in which any group identification that a non-Jew had was considered a pathology. So that if, uh, if uh, someone like me identified as a white person and had you know, felt I had interest as a white person, well, that was viewed as a psychiatric disorder. 
I've already mentioned uh, about Jews with a very strong sense of, of Jewish identity and Jewish interest that there's anything wrong with them. It was, it was an ideology that uh, framed be, that, uh, that really framed adaptive behaviors of non-Jews as pathological. Even even family uh, family life uh, that that non-Jews with uh, strong family ties and so on. There's something wrong with them. Their families were authoritarian, and they did all the psychoanalytic stuff to, to try to prove that, that sort of thing. But it was just, you know, made-up science and no scientific basis at all. After Marx, there were a group of Marxists who wisely decided that you could bring this collectivist society to a nation through culture as well by introducing certain values and concepts that would break down the family, for example if you could somehow break down the family unit so that it was no longer self-sustaining and no longer valued in a society, then that would leave individual members who formerly could turn to the family for support in times of need. They would now be cut loose. They would be without a place to go in times of need. So now they have to turn to the government. So cultural Marxism would be that type of activity in any society that breaks down the culture in such a way so that people instinctively turn to government as an alternative for support that they otherwise would have. This is done through art, through music, through literature, through motion pictures and that kind of thing. The implanting of certain ideas and concepts which make them very ripe for the philosophy of collectivism and makes them very ripe for turning to government as the big daddy, the big solver of all problems. Collectivism implies that if it is important enough, then the state should step in and make sure that everybody conforms, whether they want to or not. The whole point of a socialistic society is to do four things. Marx talks about destroying the family, two, destroying property, three, destroying religion, and four, destroying the nation. And what you end up with is the gulag, where the whole country becomes the Soviet Union. Almost every movie that Hollywood puts out today must depict characters with at least one of the following attributes. One, the protagonist and or the antagonist are divorced. Two, the female is portrayed as dominant, controlling, violent, and or one-up on men. Three, the male is portrayed as aloof, feminine, overly sensitive, and or cheating. Four, somewhere in the family, at least one of its immediate members must be a lesbian, gay, bisexual, or a women's liver. Often, attributes are mixed in various proportions, and even mixed with a touch of schizophrenia, as males and females swap roles in fluorescence. One of the big things in, in movies in recent years has been that uh, the, the, the whites have almost tended to disappear from positions of being heroes, of being sort of uh, you know idealized, something like that. Uh, in the place uh, you have people like Morgan Freeman, who's cast as very responsible, moral, uh, godlike figure, and so on. Or you have action figures like Will Smith and um, Wesley Snipes, and so on. So you have an awful lot of uh, sort of displacement of whites as uh, as media images uh, in the last few decades, and when whites are all often criminals, you often have the blonde hair, blue eyed uh, 
people um, playing criminal roles, playing people who are dishonest or weak or uh, subservient, uh, and the black characters being very strong, very wise. You often see, of course, black computer technicians, black scientists, um, black uh, teachers and professors who are very wise and understand everything. Whites are portrayed as uh, stupid, oftentimes as irresponsible, oftentimes as needing the advice of, of black people or other minorities. Um, it's really the visual displacement of whites so from the center stage to the periphery. Uh, and I think this is preparing the white people for their displacement in the culture as a whole. Jan Rosenberg, Swedish-Jewish author and journalist, explains the drive behind the push for destroying white countries by means of cultural Marxism. Historically, Jews had always thrived in nations and empires with multicultural, pluralistic, and tolerant environments, while they fared badly in strong ethnic or nationalistic societies. European Jews have always been the emblematic stranger or other. Therefore, by definition, a society where the stranger is welcome is good for the Jews. The future of European Jewry is dependent on our ability to shape a multicultural, pluralistic, and diverse society. The website smashculturalmarxism.com explains the phenomenon of cultural Marxism extremely well. Cultural Marxism, or cultural Bolshevism, the generic culture, seeks to destroy everything good about society, what holds it together, what helps it to advance, what promotes intelligence and beauty. It seeks to degenerate society and take it to a lower form where people are less intelligent and more animal. It's based on the Marxist lie that everything good about society is all form of oppression. Every time anyone promotes cultural Marxism, they use the same line claiming it's about freeing people from oppression. These common cultural Marxist themes are all promoted by the same lie that they are done in the name of freedom. Liberalism, sexual perversion, degenerate art, degenerate music, mass immigration, anti-intelligence, and the promotion of people acting like animals, corrupted versions of feminism, multiculturalism, oppressing people of European ancestry, and destroying nationalism and destroying non-Jewish religion. Cultural Marxism is largely a synthesis of Marx and Freud. It is Marxism as applied in the cultural sphere and the analysis and control of the media, art, theater, film, and other cultural institutions in society, often with an emphasis on class, gender, and race. As a form of political analysis, cultural Marxism gained strength in the 1920s and was the model used by a group of intellectuals in Germany known as the Frankfurt School, and later by another Hey, 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 we are in the building tonight for Hot Damn Politics. I had to stop it on that accord just right there. I'm going to let it run for another 15 or so. But I had to to stop it on the cultural Marxism. Is it not ever so real right in your face today? It is clear as day. If I, if I just rewind it back just a touch, all right, we understand that uh, – you know, about, you know, getting rid of white folks and all that stuff. And yeah, 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 we get all that, okay, uh, in, 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 in their uh, culture, so to speak. But more to the fact of multiculturalism, liberalism, sexual revolution or sexual freedom, 
um, straight is straight debauchery, and and I see it ever so clearly today. Seen it what we all see, we've always seen it. You know what I'm saying? Today, like we've been ignorant to it. We've seen it throughout our upbringing. Just you know, um, little the little things that. It's a step. It's a stepping stones. It's just these stepping stones to, and I, and it's like maybe because it's really hit in America so hard in the last fifteen years. This is like the apex of it. This this is it, baby. This this is it because once the mightiest nation, so to speak, in the world succumbs to all of that, it's kind of, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, mm, this is almost, it's over to a, cert, to a certain extent. And I always say, and I, and I, and I absolutely agree with Brother Lowry's, like, if, and, and all of the teachers who come before us and the, coach, and the teachers and the master teachers that have walked this planet and said, if, if the Nubian gets their mind right, if the, if the Nubian, you know what I'm saying? Gets this divine purpose. It's, you know what I'm saying? That it it can be saved. And, I, and I'm I I know this. This is this the truth. I see it even ever more so clearly. But they they're sucking so many of of our people into the cultural Marxism, and this is why the culture wars within America is is a real thing. It is it is not fake. And unfortunate unfortunately. Um, Nubians, um, they don't have that fight. A majority of us don't have that fight in them anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like that fight is gone. So it it is to a certain extent. We uh, some of these so-called patriots. <laughs> I mean, they might be the last line of defense for America. Cause, um, but there is a portion of us, though. There is a portion. There is a percentage of us. Who, who still hold this line of morality, of high intelligence, of, you know what I'm saying, living in, in your highest purpose. Because when you do all these things, the level that you are endowed with to know what what is right and what is wrong, so to speak, not to not not in the not in the not in the sense of how people became confused and it created chaos within the land, you know what I'm saying, amongst people. But in the fact that is that you know who you are divinely endowed with that high morality. It is it is God like. And um and so the the shit I'm just seeing it so strong. It's just like see, you know, you you use some to a certain extent you take off a, a level of these uh rose colored glasses that you might have worn. Well, I have to speak for myself. That even I've worn to a certain extent, like this, this, this like that, that spiritual battle, even outside of yourself, because right, because that's the first one is, is from within. But the other one, it, it, as a, a nation, is 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 powerful. So let's get back to. It. In Germany, known as the Frankfurt School and later by another group of intellectuals at the Center of Contemporary Cultural Studies in Birmingham, England. The fields of cultural studies and critical theory are rooted in and influenced by work of cultural Marxism, 
Cultural Marxism is formulated as a way to subvert European nations and civilization using methods other than direct political action. Theodore Adorno was also an original member of the Frankfurt School. With the help of the American Jewish Committee, he wrote a book entitled The Authoritarian Personality. The book's purpose was to make every group affiliation sound as if it were a sign of mental disorder. Patriotism, religion, family, and race loyalty were signs of a dangerous and defective authoritarian personality. The school's critical theory preached that the authoritarian personality was a product of the patriarchal family. This was one of the basic principles of cultural Marxism, the need to break down the family unit. Frankfurt School, at its base, developed the ideology that you had to sort of reject your family. By rejecting your family, you would then um, be more likely to uh, accept, you, know, or you would be less likely to be anti-Jewish. And so, you know, it's a remarkable thing because they never supposed that Jewish children should reject their parents. If you're going to promulgate Judaism to the next generation, you have to have children who identify with their parents. But the authoritarian personality, identifying with your parents, who were Christian especially, was the epitome of pathology. This had to be eradicated. But you see what the, what the authoritarian personality is, holding out individuals, of radical individualism, as a cultural ideal. Now, of course, individualism is a long roots in, in European society. But what you're talking about with radical individualism is giving up all your allegiances. You just become the isolated individual. This is not a prescription that Jews have ever adopted. I mean, if there's anything that is characteristic of Judaism, it's a strong sense of identification with a group. So essentially, this is a prescription for the behavior of, of Gentiles that would uh, essentially make them less likely to have allegiances with other groups. Because what, from the standpoint of Jews, what is the, the most terrifying thing is a, a group of non-Jews united by an ideology where they have a strong sense of group membership and which Jews are viewed negatively. I mean, the paradigm of that would be, of course, National Socialism in Germany from 1933 to 1945. Fundamentally, what Nazism was about was having a strong sense of being a member of a nation, having a strong sense that you're part of an in-group, and these other people uh, are not, you know, you're, you're not on their page, uh, Jews especially. And so... Uh, one way to get rid of that, basically, is to advocate individuals for everybody. Get rid of your allegiances. Don't have any, any allegiance to religion, country, race, even family. And again, one of the, the points I keep making there is that this is completely hypocritical because to be a strong identified Jew means that you are highly connected to a group, that you have a strong sense of group membership, that you think of outgroups as potentially threatening, as enemies, and so on. In other words, the psychological process of a group membership tend to make us view negatively the people in other groups, and, and that applies to Jews as well as anybody else. So strongly identified Jews tend to have strongly positive views of their in-group, strongly negative views of the outsiders. And, you know, that's part of the culture of critique, these Jewish intellectuals have very negative views about the culture and peoples of the outside them. In the book, Adorno defined parenthood, priding one's family, Christianity, adherence to traditional gender roles, and attitudes towards sex, and a love of one's own country as pathological phenomena. Did y'all peep that?
They put it into the psychology. Parenthood, proud of one's family, proud of the country you come from, as theological disorders. Do you you see that? You see how they they tricked a lot of people with that one? That's how you can break a society. In a vision, uh, I'll talk about that in a minute once we get this um, um, once we get the show started. I listen to I I listen to Steve Bannon as well. I check out his show, The War Room. Amongst other things, I'm 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 gonna build on that a little bit later, but um, that twisted hypocrisy is real, and if you look at every if we go back to when we uncovered what BLM's tenets was, the tenets of 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 the Black Lives Matter movement, it was the destruction of the nuclear family. Okay. That's really important because when you have when you have a family unit, you have a, a set of guidelines. You have a you have a guideline. You have a um, you like a um, what does it say? Like a um, not ever play the religious, but you have like this, like your family moves with purpose. And so when you move as a unit with purpose, then it's hard for others to penetrate. What you what you got going on? Because again, you have a direction, you have integrity, you have a level of morality, you have a sense of purpose, right? So that was a big thing, and we know how they they got Nubians real strong of the destruction of it after integration. The mass mass the degradation of the Nubians became after integration. Because this is where they were able to accomplish a lot of these liberal and progressive accomplishments. And we can still adhere to it primarily, I would say, if I had to give a percentage, 70-30 to this day. And it's it's getting pretty worse. It's going over there, but very powerful. We're going to talk about... Told you all. I told you all the debauchery, all the diabolical shit that they're doing. They're doing in the name and under the guise of equality, inclusion, and equality. It's, they never change up their game plan. They never change up how they do it. They just tweak it to the modern day and use the modern elements from technology on on through. But it is the same game plan that they have been operating off of for the last 200 years. Longer than that, really. Let's keep it going real quick before we get ready to kick this show off tonight. Hot damn politics. We in the building. Let's get back to it. We negative views of the outsiders. And, you know, that's part of the cultural critique of these Jewish intellectuals have very negative views about the culture and peoples of the outside them. In the book, Adorno defined parenthood, priding one's family, Christianity, adherence to traditional gender roles, and attitudes towards sex, and a love of one's own country as pathological phenomena. 
Cultural Marxists wanted to create conflict between the oppressed minority and the oppressing majority, between those with alleged privilege and those without it. The working class had been replaced by minorities. All allegiance to family, nation, and culture was seen as major obstacles and sources of anti-Semitism. In order for them to get rid of all resistance to the Jewish interest, it would have to be crushed and eroded within every white person. Nationalism, racial realism, heterosexuality, sovereignty, homogeneity, traditionalism, loyalty, and the nuclear family were looked upon as major obstacles to the communist takeover of Western civilization. Thus, the cultural Marxists came up with ways of gradually breaking up our culture from within. The Marxist idea of equality is not actually possible to achieve in reality. It is only about bringing down the ones who stand out, the successful, the hardworking achievers, to the same level as those who do nothing, fail, and are lazy. This is how you make everyone, quote-unquote, equal. To undermine Western civilization, the Jewish extremists called for the most negative and destructive criticism possible of every sphere of the Gentiles' life. Their anti-white policies they anticipated would later spread like a virus. Cultural Marxism has given us anti-white policies such as racism offenses and hate speech laws, gender confusion, hookup culture, moral and gender racial relativization, homosexualization of children, mass immigration, racial tensions, forced multiculturalism, the systematic promotion of sexual deviances in society, an unreliable legal system with bias against the victim of the crimes, the breakdown of the nuclear family, and low birth rates. Notable philosophers from the Frankfurt School were Herbert Marcuse, Theodore Adorno, Max Horkheimer, Walter Benjamin, Eric Fromm, Friedrich Pollock, Leo Leventhal, Jürgen Habermas, Alfred Schmidt, Axel Honneth, Siegfried Kakao, George Lukács. All of these intellectuals at the Frankfurt School were Jewish. The intellectuals were first to be targeted in all communist states. Free thinking is dangerous to the system. Social justice and feminism, to name but a few, are all anti-white, anti-free speech movements inspired by and born out of critical theory and thus come under the umbrella of cultural Marxism. A popular manifestation of cultural Marxism is also political correctness, which the great English writer Theodore Dalrymple eloquently defines like this. In my study of communist societies, I came to the conclusion that the purpose of communist propaganda was not to persuade or convince, not to inform, but to humiliate. And therefore, the less it corresponded to reality, the better. When people are forced to remain silent when they are being told the most obvious lies, or even worse, when they are forced to repeat the lies themselves, they lose once and for all their sense of probity. To send to obvious lies is, in some way, to become evil oneself. One standing to resist anything is thus eroded and even destroyed. A society of emasculated liars is easy to control. I think if you examine political correctness, it has the same effect and is intended to. Feminism was part of the Jewish group evolutionary strategy, which came out of the think tank known as the Frankfurt School. Its goal was to cause resentment, division, and weaken the relationships between men and women in the Gentile society 
to destroy the institute of marriage and the sanctity of the family, women would be turned into working units. Feminism is the idea that women are free when they serve their employers, but slaves when they help their husbands. Through promoting abortion and radical feminism, the sexes would turn against each other and consequently lower their demography by preventing childbirth. Feminist propaganda would brainwash white women that marriage constitutes slavery for them and that freedom for women cannot be won without the abolition of marriage. And Before we get this show started, this is a sensitive topic when we talk about feminism, right? Because there, there was a false feminist movement, a false. And we are watching the false one. We're, we're, we're witnessing the the years of the false feminist movement. You know why? Because as this transgender thing takes hold and this transgender thing is, is put up front and through, right in your face, and there's no feminist. Where are they? Where where is the movement? They're not there. They're silent. All the Hollywood types. Hush. Is the is the event silence? Silence in this case is total consent. Total consent. That's how you know it was a fake movement. That's how you know. Because it's not so much man and woman anymore. This transgender thing was the absolutely unveiling of feminism, of, of, of false feminism. Um, movement. It's fake. And it got a lot of... I see it in a different light, man. Fucked up a lot of motherfuckers' heads. Because it wasn't about getting your divinity, even as a woman. That shit wasn't about getting your divinity. It wasn't about being and operating from your highest self. And living out your, you know, your purpose it was none of that. It's not what that shit was. And now you see that the cover has been blown because they're silent. As you transgenders invade our spaces and our places and, you know what I'm saying, changing the language and what you can say and what you can't say. And if you don't say it, and if you don't say it, um, you are um, now contributing to violence against transgender. I'm about to go in on these trannies, man, like for real, for real. Let's get ready to uh, start this show because I'm tired of playing the thing. I'm, I'm ready to uh, get this thing popping tonight. Hot damn politics. And then we got, and we got so much more, so much more to uh, build on tonight. So let's do it. WGHE Radio presents Hot Damn Politics.
O queen of the two lands, Nefertiti, Egypt cries out for your help. The menace in Hyksos have invaded the minds of your people and have set up their own capital at BTR. For BTR, they have disrupted many of our communication routes. We must stop their conquest before it is too late. Here at WGAG Radio, we are safe from immediate attack. Although the Hyksos have the gall to demand tribute, we may need to supply troops and arms to our compatriots to the north to help repel the Hyksos incursion. They will look to you, almighty Nefertiti, for support. But now, we too have a new weapon. Our wise military leaders have become proficient in the use of the dreaded sounds of Nuwapu, and we shall turn it back upon our enemies and drive them before us. If only our trouble was limited to the north. Reports from our southern border show that the black devils are once again taking advantage and distracted the minds of your people, and if the Nuwapians are to emerge intact from these turbulent times, much will be required of you. Your mission, if you choose to accept it, is to break the spell of ignorance with Nuwapu. As always, if you are a member of the Brain Trust's caught or killed, WGAG will disavow any knowledge of your actions. This tape is self-destruct in five seconds. Good luck, Nefertiti.
welcome the brain trust. The brain trust. Brain trust, the brain trust. Brain trust, the brain trust.
What's up, what's up, what's up? It is I, says me. We in the building tonight for some hot damn politics. It is I. That's a TD. We about to get it in tonight, man. It's so much I want to build on with the family tonight. It's good to see y'all in the building tonight, man. I hope y'all doing well. Everybody's doing great. You know, didn't do a show uh, last Wednesday because uh, I was actually in the mansion kicking it with the with the family, man. I celebrated my new year with, with both of my families, my sisters, my, my, my blood sisters, and my spiritual family right here at WGAG Radio on Wednesday. So for those who kicked it with us, cracked jokes, did all that good shit, I appreciate that. You know, it is what it is. And so um, I, I appreciate that greatly. So I appreciate y'all. <laughs> My man, uh, Raymond Ricks, is over there in the AP. He said he's trying to get into the match. And what's happening, Raymond? Um, I know you may have to listen in the AP or someone can, if I can shoot you an um, invite over there. I'll shoot you an invite so you can. I don't know what it um, consists of, why you can't get in. Either you don't remember your, like, your little your passcode and all that, or you just can't get in, like you haven't created one. But either or, you know, just let me know. But I want to say what's up to everybody that's out there on the call lines. I see you. I see you on the call lines, all the listeners, what's happening. And then the rest of the family that's over there in the mansion, boss lady, young, black, and ambitious is in the building. What's going on, boss lady? Doc Mechanic is also in the building. What's happening, she doc? Doc Mechanic, act like you know. Like me, be like me, get like me. Like me is over there in the mansion. Nanya Business is in the building. What's going on, Nanya? Newbie Rah We Nine. What's going on, Newbie? Newbie is in the building. New York's finest. Shamala Mama is in the building. I know about Miss Hudson. What's going on, Miss Hudson? <laughs> Zena is in the building. What's going on, Sister Zena? Zena is in the house. Young Taekwondo. What's up, my man? Young Taekwondo is in the building. And, of course, Ms. WJG herself, Donna Coleon, they over there working out, getting it in. That's what's up. Hey, you got to stay, got to keep, got to be fit, right? If you're not fit, man, you got AIDS, hey, health as well. So they over there working it out. That's what's up. Get mine in in the early a.m. I, I get up early in the day, get my workout in. And then usually when I when it's Laker games, if y'all see me here streaming Laker games, I'm usually walking. I'm I'm walking as I uh, watch my Lakers do their thing. I see IB I, that I am just walked in the building. What's going on? Have a seat, brother. IB is in the building. What's going on, IB? Yes, yes. So I got so much to I got so much to build. It, it might be a, a a three part section. I don't know how much of it I'm gonna get to because for one, I I do want to talk about the degradation of of a society and the and the breaking down of a society from a cultural standpoint and how that means and and what that means in in line with with globalism and what that means by America um pretty much losing its sovereignty. 
right, because these are elements that you have to put in place. These are balls that you have to get rolling downhill to be able for a country and its people to give up its sovereignty in the name of free of so-called freedom, equality, inclusion, and all these things, you know, not understanding the, the grand picture of it all. But I'm sorry, I want to talk about that. I want to talk about um, more of the technology and, and the nanotechnology and uh, what they actually have in store um, next down the line. And then I have to talk about the, the domestic the domestic policy things that are happening, right? Because they they're, they're covering and they're covering the what's going on by all this Trump shit. Is he gonna get indicted? We did the we gonna show his taxes, you know, we you know, we did the January sixth report. And that's all distraction, major distraction, straight up bullshit. You know, whatever it may be, but it's a distraction for other stuff that's happening, not only on a global standpoint, but what's happening domestically within the country and the policymakers and what they're actually um, putting into place and putting into motion and, and what it means, again, in the destruction of, of you know, of the, of the fabric of America from the southern, from the borders, you know, to having no borders, really, because once this goddamn um, Title 42 get lifted, right? If the Supreme Court don't come in and uphold and keep there until there's actually something done, just, just understand. It's going to get real motherfucking hectic, even more so from the other things that they putting in motion, man. But um, I, I really don't... I, I, I really want to get the boring shit out the way first, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? I want to get the, I want to get the boring, kind of mundane political shit out of the way. And what I mean by that is like the domestic stuff, the things that um, kind of surface level, so to speak, but it ain't, it is, but it ain't. If you understand what I'm saying. So it, 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 the, the conversation seems very surface level, but it has, but the tentacles run deep in, in what these policies actually mean in, in the greater scheme of things. You know, you know what I'm saying? So I, I, I want to start with that first because, um, there's, there's so many things happening. Uh, what up, my man? Uh, see, and I and I like Inner Visions. I like um, Raymond Ritz because he uh, he's already, you know, he speaks to that. Um, what if we want to call, if we want to call it surface level politics, and, and and I appreciate that because it makes me to real, real to be honest, it makes me feel better talking about it to to y'all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because it, because it, because most niggas, I just put it like this: most noobins, most niggas, whatever the case say. Oh man, you know that's white folks shit. I don't want to talk about. I don't want to hear about that shit. But in fact, but in fact that that white folks shit that 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 it looks like, you know, from the surface again, tentacles run real deep, and tentacles actually affect noobin people. You know what I'm saying? What's happening with black folk? With noobin folk? You know what I'm saying, and and that shit is real. So, um, so I'm gonna talk about some of those things that are going on because that corruption, that because just put it like this, niggas know about the deep state, niggas know about corrupt institutions. We've been knew the FBI was corrupt. We've been knew the um, CIA was corrupt, right? We've been know politicians were taking money from special interests, um, you know, non-government organizations and all these things and, and greed and, and all that. We we knew about all that. It, this, it's not nothing new to us, but in fact, 
um, but it has to be confronted. It has to be confronted in, in, the, in the means that so this country can actually remain a sovereign, a sovereign nation. Because, because, like I said, these Marxists, these communists, these folks, that one side of the, of, of, of the white folks have gotten niggas to hate America so much. They've gotten niggas to hate America so much that there is no, no regard for, for this nation, for her to lose her sovereignty. I don't know about y'all. I live here, motherfucker. I live right here. My feet are planted on this soil. I ain't got no other nation that I can pick up and take my family to, even though I can move internationally. I can move in. Anybody can move all over the globe. If you like, you can go live in Costa Rica. You can go live in Belize. You can go live anywhere. But those countries are even weaker when it comes to their ability to have any sovereignty. So don't think you can escape this shit. That's my point. Don't think you can escape it because you're fooling yourself. Even the people who dare not to be touched off in the faraway lands, they'll kill you before they let you on their land. So that's a little bit different. Those, those tribes who ain't never been infested by white folks, the difference is you can't go there because they'll murk your ass before you even hit the shoreline. Okay? Real talk. Real talk, newbie. And so that's that's the that is the great mind fuckery that they have placed that they got the mass majority of movements to fall under is to, to hate America. And again, that's why I love that's why I love the master teacher because although uh, Dr. York was teaching us and, and have and has taught throughout his time, and then the other teachers have taught how you are to have your our own pride and our own no sense of community and things that they, I'm doing my show. You can't take it. All right, I, I told you that. So go use your go, go get on your laptop or or go read or go go draw something. All right, go do your thing. All right. Um, sorry, I was talking to my son. Um. So, they but they taught us to have a respect for where we are. To have a respect for her, the land in which we reside. But they want to get all of that out of Nubian folks. Make sure that you that that you don't really don't care in your own so-called despair. Right in your own griefs and your own gripes with the nation, right? That you never stand up for her. You'll never say, "God damn!" Like, "God damn!" It's kind of fucked. I don't know about all that. What up, J One? J One is in the building. It's good to see you in the building, J One. For some HDP. You know what I'm saying? They, they really convinced Nubian folks to not give a fuck about her. But you, you, you know what I'm saying? It's like you got to to a certain extent. But what can I say? I, as I watch and be a dim, as and be an observer, 
as I'm watching and being an observer of, may I say, the caucus patriots. I'm cheering them on. My my black ass like this. Go ahead and fight that fight. Go ahead and and fight that that D-State. Go ahead and fight them corrupt institutions. Go ahead and expose it. Again, that's what Dr. That's what Minister Farrakhan said when when, when Trump first got elected. He's like telling black folks to chill out. Like, chill out. Just just watch this shit. Don't don't jump on that train with them. Don't jump on that train. Watch this shit. Watch it. Because the enemy... Of, of my enemy is my friend, so to speak. And I felt that when Minister Farrakhan said that. Whether however you feel about Minister Farrakhan. But he was right. You know what I'm saying? But he was right about that because them are the Caucasian people who are going to fight the other faction. That's, you know, that are, that are inside of these corrupt-ass institutions, right? We are observers to that. So I sprinkle a little dust on them. I sprinkle a little dust on them to say, go ahead and do that. Go ahead and do that shit. <laughs> you feel me, Tom? Like, I sprinkle a little, little nigga dust. Over there, I blow a little green light over there. Go, go ahead and, and slay the motherfucker. Go ahead and go get their ass, so we can be we be so we can be all right. For our children can just be all right. I got babies in this mother. I, if it was just me, myself, and I, I probably would not give a fuck. I would. I probably wouldn't give a shit at all. If it was just me. I brought three beings into this on, on this wicked motherfucker. I brought three. And so that fight is real. The fight to keep your children is real against their diabolical fucking apparatus. Them spiritual devils. To keep your unit tight. You understand what I'm saying? To keep your family tight. Whether you got a man or not, but to steal to keep your children right, because they out to mind fuck them, so they are emotional misfits, so they don't know right from left, up or down, they don't know themselves at all, at all. It is meant to cause straight up confusion like no other. This shit is turned up, baby. The degree is turned the fuck up. They have turned it up. I'm so fucking serious. They have turned up the degrees to burn up the real spirit of moving people and our children. And and the white folks too and every other fucking race if you let them get it, if you let them get you, whether you be Asian, East Asian, whatever the fuck, Mexican, whatever the fuck. Oh, they they coming for all. I talk about Nubis because that's what the fuck I am. And that's what my children are. And that's what your children are. That's what your family is. What your mama is. What your daddy is. 
So again, I sprinkle my nigga dust, my green light over there to them patriots that's fighting that, that monster as they do it in, in daylight. We do what we do in the dark. They do what they do in the daylight. We do what we do in the dark. What up, um, Inner Visions? He said, man, um, Trump, I, 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 you know, um, they going hard. So let me get, so let me get to some of the surface level political shit that's going on. Um, as the conservative movement, the conservative movement has been hijacked by nationalists, by populism, and I, and I'm thankful for that. The populist movement. Populist meaning country first. All this other shit that y'all got going on? No. All that foreign aid to all them countries. Zelensky, Vladimir Zelensky, who is a pawn, who is playing his role in Ukraine for America and those people who benefit from war, those factions, those families, those bankers who all benefit from war, right? Got him over here today. Got him out here playing his part. He brings his ass to Congress today. Ask me. Somebody asked why, Neff, why did he come today? He he supposed to be at war. He's the general of a war. You don't leave your your land when your people out there fighting, right? Supposedly you are the general, you are the country's leader. He left and came to America today in front of Congress today. Ask me why. Young Ty said, Why? Why did he come today? Because because this is the last session before the so-called crazy-ass Caucasians called populists, called MAGAs, get ready to take over the House of Representatives. They take over January 3rd, Right? They take over January third. They already said, "Look at here, man. We we need we need all receipts. We need receipts on this shit. We need receipts. What y'all doing with that money? You don't said sixty billion over there. Sixty billion. Do you understand? In the twenty year war that America had in Afghanistan and um and fucking Iraq, they didn't spend sixty billion. They didn't gave this. They done not so much money over there in seven months, unlike anything that's ever been done." So they bring him here today to say, look, to put the pressure, to put the pressure on the on the the lame duck session before all those senators and shit and all of them get kicked out before Nancy Pelosi and all them motherfuckers get out because they because they got voted out or and they and they party has lost the power or they're retiring. Or they got voted out, right? So you got the new ushers. And again, you got them crazy white folks, them crazy white folks, the ones from Georgia, the ones from, from Ohio, from the Midwest, who, who like, we see what you're doing. We ain't with it. So my point is, Trump changed his Texas, Florida. Absolutely, boss lady. So Trump was able to be the face of the movement. Because I'm saying, my man, uh, um, Raymond Rick said, why did Trump fire Bannon? 
of Steve Bannon. Stephen K. Bannon is the political brain behind the populist movement. He didn't fire him, uh, Raymond. He didn't fire him. What he had to do to be, to be able to run for office or stay in the political realm, he had to separate to make it look like he separated himself from him. So, because remember, it's a game. It's, it's all a game. And so when you have deep state, when you have parts of the FBI, CIA, who are then going to basically put cases, you know how, you know how uh, on training day, there's there like the end say, I'm putting cases on all you bitches. I'm putting cases on you and you and you. That's what they did. They put cases on his original inner circle. I don't know if y'all peeped that with, with Trump. Well, soon as that, soon as his ass got in office, they went after his entire inner circle, right? His so-called brain trust. Because if you do that, then that person becomes vulnerable. It's no different than Kennedy. Same thing happened to John F. Kennedy. See, because it ain't about left or right. It's not about Republican and Democrat. It is about the sole control of the direction of and, and holding on to the the um you know like the the principles of what America is, right? That's what that is. So it, it don't have so it don't have a party, so to speak. That shit ain't Republican or Democrat. They'll knock your top off regardless of what party you claim that you with. They'll they'll knock your block off regardless. If you're stopping them for what they got planned, for the, for the global agenda that they got planned, you're trying to throw monkey riches in that plan. You're trying to create internal uprising of that, you know what I'm saying, with, to, 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 stop, to stop that, to slow that down. Well, they'll knock your block off. They'll take your top off, literally. But to make a president weak, so to speak, you have to get rid of the main players. And that's what they did with Steve Bannon, Roger Stone, Paul Manafort, George Papadopoulos, Cash Patel. All those people, they try to run charges up on. And they ran charges up on just about all of them. I mean, shit, Steve Bannon just got convicted, too. He's fighting on appeal. Tell me, in the, in the dirtiest game of them all called politics, doing something that they, that they see as everyday business, that they see as everyday business within politics, they all get popped for as soon as Trump take office because they knew the agenda that he was trying to implement. You see what I'm saying? So pop his entire inner circle. And you ain't, you ain't never seen no shit like that. Not in, in America, not in, definitely not in our lifetime. I don't know how far back we could say that they pop off every major person, every cabinet seat in your in your cabinet, like people, cab, position holders in your cabinet. Come on now. So let me tell you. So, so I'm, I'm replying to Raymond. So that's the shit they got on. So they. So my point is, they bring Zelensky over here. 
again, because they're getting ready to, the, the, the purse, the, the financial purse is getting ready to change hands. And so you got them wild, them, them patriots, you got them, them like, uh-uh, we ain't with them shits who's, who's taking over the purse, the financial strings of America. That happens through the, you know, the, um, that always happens through the um, House of Representatives. The House of Representatives cut the, cut the check, right? That's what, that's what the House of Representatives does. So they can say we, they, they, they are the appropriations part of the, um, of the legislative branch, right? And so they like, um, yeah, we're not giving, I need, I need, Receipts, you're not, you're not giving Ukraine any more money. You see, again, that is a way, that's another way to bleed out the country of its, of its money, of its resources, while the, the people who play both sides of the fence get rich, right? And their families are secure. So when the globalization comes in, they are, they, they away from this shit. It's not the shit that everyday people gonna face in, in any means way. You know what I'm saying? That's what that shit is. What you got over there? Mm-hmm. There's a man to take you with shit. Yeah, but you know, hey, hey, Raymond, he asked me. He said, "But a Trump banning ticket would have had the Democrats in a rhino shook." Um, Bannon just went, had to go grassroots, and he had to. And understood that's where the playbook really lies. The playbook, the playbook really lies within a nation in her grassroots. The things that you do on a local level, because like I said, local politics is actually stronger than the federal uh, or national or politics is really the the underling. So Bannon and them have a grab the hold of that. That's why you see shit on the on the school board, which is very necessary. Oh my God, boss lady, wait till I show you the shit that they got going on in the schoolhouses. Oh my God, my God, the shit that they that emotion they, they got this shit called emotional. They they they're changing the curriculum of what they call emotional social learning. Emotional, a social learning. This is it. It ain't about arithmetic, writing, engineering, calculus. It ain't about none of that shit no more. It is about emotional, social learning. Right? It, it, it's a whole different type of programming. This is, a, this is programming 10.0 with this shit. It's wild. Mhm. Okay. Hey, hey, hey. Say that again, newbie. Type that shit again. No more facts. Just straight feelings. Straight up. No more facts. Who need facts? Who need facts? Who needs truth? That's what they saying. Who needs that? When I have to teach your child to be accepting of all things, of all people, and of all genders and sexualities, and understanding that love is love. Fuck your moral compass, mama. 
Fuck what you teaching at home, mama, daddy. Fuck all that. You're teaching your children to hate when in fact it's just what's right. You're teaching them to think critically when in fact they should just do based off of the wrong type of altruism. They're using their twisting altruism, their twisting empathy, they're twisting that shit to sexualize your children from an age five on up. The sexualization causes the mass confusion of children. Remember I showed y'all Kinsley. Remember I showed you about that study of that doctor who were doing these mass studies and experiments with children and was molesting them. And they had parents and grandparents who was taking this man up, done under the universities, done, understand when the universities get monies to do experiments and shit like that, it is federally funded. So it was the government who was actually telling Kinsley and all them to get this done. Understand who that man was. He is the father of sexuality uh, from an academia level in America. But where does his real roots come from? He is, he is a Bolshevik German, from Germany, but a Bolshevik. So that's my new word, y'all. We're just going to use the word Bolshevik so we don't have to say Jew all the time. <laughs> right? Because right? we don't want them infiltrating. We don't want them shutting our shit down. So we just use Bolshevik. And that's what they are. That's what they're doing. And particularly in these schoolhouses. This is a debauchery. Because, again, when you, ha- when you are populist, when you create a populist movement, you want to be able to can have a, 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 a society of some level of decency, some, some level of moral code. When you have pride in, in, in a nation and where you reside, you have some level of, this America, Jack, fuck all that. You'll have that kind of mentality. They want that to be gone. You got to understand what Obama said, he was a global citizen. He says this as a sitting president, that he is a global citizen. No, you're not supposed to be, but that was, again, that was, that was you know, double speak. This fire line is used to call it double speak. I am a global citizen. Ooh, say that I be. That was sedition in itself. Real talk. He got away with that. Nobody said a word. You are not a global citizen. You are the president, supposedly, of the United States of America. You, you work for America. You work for us. But he said he was a global citizen. Right? <laughs> um, what up? Um, he said, what do I think about Sonny Johnson? Uh, not much. Uh, not, not much. Um, intervisions. I, I tell you this, though. Another thing that they're not talking about that's major that is actually happening in the courtrooms right now, and it is the courtroom case in Arizona. 
y'all, I don't know if many of y'all heard about what's happening in the Carrie Lake versus Katie Hobbs decision for the governorship of Arizona and what's happening there. I actually, while I was working, I was listening and watching that whole court proceeding. They had cameras in the courtroom. Again, media got people focused on tax, Trump taxes and shit like this, and not that that proceeding in the courts was was pretty off the chain. And the reason why it is is something to keep your eye on because if they break that. If they actually, um, if they are able to show that they was rigging them, them, those, those votes, which they were, which we, we already know, we know they cheat. We know folks cheat. Both sides cheat. We understand that they cheat. But for them to be able to prove it in a, in a court of law, to open it, it, it sets a precedent. Mm-hmm. It sets a uh, it sets a precedent to show and prove how they are cheating, how they are stealing it. And Brother Lowry was right when he talked about when they just throw ballots up there and they use people um, to be able to um, harvest. Uh, they literally call it ballot harvesting to be able to harvest votes. Um, the the court proceeding was was pretty off the chain. You know, it's pretty off the chain to to watch it. Her, her lawyers were, were pretty good, Caught, tripped up a lot of witnesses and stuff like that. It's, it's, it's a hell of a theater. It's just, one of the best movies I watched in a while I watched today in that courtroom. And I'm going to finish watching the rest in the new day <laughs> because part two is tomorrow. Part two is tomorrow. While everybody else watching Avatar, I think I was watching that movie in that courtroom. It was off the chain. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you think it's watching Avatar and shit. I'm watching like the courtroom proceedings. It's pretty off the chain. Okay. Um. But yeah, I'm 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 gonna get into some of that shit that they're doing, but. Um, what you got? Um, let me give y'all this. Again, while everybody, while they got the world distracted on, on the Avatar release, Trump, uh, getting referral for criminal indictment, guess what else, guess what they was doing, y'all? Guess what? You know, this show shouldn't even be called High Damn Politics no more. It should be called This Week in Wicked Crackers Land. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's 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 what it should be called. It shouldn't even be called High Damn Politics because it's just, it's like I give weekly updates on the wickedness of these motherfuckers every week. You know, like every 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 Wednesday night. Because they, because they, they're plotting, and scheming, and 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 every fucking, every moment, every waking hour. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Shit. <laughs> they was said, "Oh, the Amorites are called the eleven tribes of Canaan, right?" <laughs> so let me give you this. Let me pull this up for y'all. 
Let me pull this up for the family real quick. Oh, where is it? Oh, let me let me give you this. Let me let me. All right. So here we go, y'all. I want y'all to make your way to my screen in a minute. Hold on, let me get this for you. Going to activate my screen here because remember how we found we found event twenty one. Remember how we found um event twenty one with that shit that they was planning with coronavirus. Um, how they were gonna set it off? All the shit was in play. Remember the one after that I showed you about the monkeypox and literally to the literally three days before three according to three days from the simulation that they ran the timeline, they did that shit immediately. Okay, well they did another one while everybody was sleeping. While everybody was sleeping. They did another one. Here's the newest shit that they about to drop. And and you gotta and you and you gotta just be like, damn, they can pull these simulations off in front of the world. They can post it and all that shit. And nobody sees it. That's how deep in, of a spell that the mass majority is under. Shit like this means nothing to them. They don't care to be informed about it. They don't want to know about any of this type of shit. That's how deep the spell is over these folks. So let me give you this. Here we go. Hmm. Y'all ready? Y'all ready? Let me get a one. Y'all ready? Y'all ready to watch this? All right, here we go. All eyes on the screen up there. Here we go. This one is called a uh, this one is called catastrophic catastrophic contagion. Catas- this one is called catastrophic contagion. So what they got planned? Here we go. Officials in two Latin American countries alerted the WHO of several outbreaks of a new infectious disease that's mysteriously appearing across the region. Severe Epidemic Enterovirus Respiratory Syndrome 2025 over the past. All right. This one right there, they let you know when the shoe about to drop, when the next shoe about to drop. They dropping the next shoe in 2025, <laughs> right? We might, that means that we might get it in 2024. They'll unleash it probably sometime mid-2024. But you see, hey, 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 newbie, did you peep the acronym? The acronym was this. Did you peep the acronym, y'all? Here's the acronym. Sears, Sears, the Sears. Remember, everything is esoteric with these folks, too. They understand the esoteric nature of a thing. And you know why, newbie, you know why they display it and they tell it now? They understand the, the karmatic debt. 
I, I now I get it. Now I get why they say shit and then they do it because they've given forewarning. They given forewarning of what they're about to do. You see, therefore now they know that their karmatic debt or they won't be as effective. This is why it's spiritual warfare, because they understand it. I gave you people fair warning of what was coming. We told you what we were going to do. This is why Klaus Schwab and all the rest of them can sit out here now. They don't have to do it behind closed doors. It doesn't have to be a secret. It don't have to be the Bilderberg group anymore. You know what I'm saying? It don't have to be the Council of 100. They don't have you. They don't need it anymore. Listen, we can just do it right out in open space, baby. We can do it right in your face. We understand the occult and spiritual aspect. We gave you forewarning. Therefore, our slates are clean. This is their. This is their thought process. I ain't saying it's right and exactly how they think, but I'm talking about their nature, what they're saying, how they feel about it. I can tell you what the 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 the, the strife, the pain, all the fucked upness I'm about to unleash on the world. But I told you, and you wouldn't stop me. But I told you. So my karmatic debt is 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 not bad to the video. So it looks like they're going to um are they gonna they're gonna start this one from Central America. And that they're gonna start this virus from Central America and make sure I'm gonna show you how that shit tied into what's happening at the southern border right now. Right now. What's happening at the border. I don't know how many of y'all been checking that border. I showed you a, a documentary called The Border Deception for but y'all compete what the fuck is going on down there. That shit is off the chain what's happening at the southern border throughout Texas and Arizona. It is wild as fuck what's happening over there. Do you see all them people laid up all over the place, it, all up on the streets and shit? That shit makes Skid Row look like fucking Disneyland. What's happening at the border right now? Okay, let's go back to this. Here we go. See, called catastrophic contagion that they about to unleash in South America. Here we go. Pay attention. Here we go. Officials in two Latin American countries alerted the WHO of several outbreaks of a new infectious disease that's mysteriously appearing across the region. Severe Epidemic Enterovirus Respiratory Syndrome 2025. Over the past six weeks alone, there have been 500 confirmed or suspected cases reported. The virus could cause a severe pandemic if early containment and mitigation efforts are not successful. The pandemic in this type of situation and trend would be a risk for the global health security. Pandemics are inherently political, financial, and so much broader. We have not spoken on the leadership in countries. And I think that we need to be also very careful. We cannot decide a lot of things without the leaders to be involved and agree on that. There is no substitute 
for national leadership. It's important to support the local response or the national response. Training those that are in these areas first, enabling them with the tools, protecting them, and if need be, regional solidarity first. At this stage, communication is key, and communication should include not just scientists with data, but also social, religious, and political leaders. Trust. This is an essential issue. And trust was broken among countries, between populations and healthcare systems, between healthcare systems and governments. I'm very sorry to say that in uh, 2025, we need to strengthen the health system. WHO needs to be a voice for the voiceless. No one is safe until all of us are safe. As of today, there have been an estimated 1 billion cases worldwide, with more than 20 million deaths, including nearly 15 million children. Countless. And there it is. They're going to try to get you on the children. Talking about 15 million children worldwide die. That's always the way to pull out the heartstrings with the babies. Okay. That's how they always they always gonna be able to get people with the, with the children, right? But check it, y'all see who funded this? Did you do you see who funded this once again? Y'all see this right here? Y'all see that? I don't, can I can I blow it up? Can y'all see that? The Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, your boy Bill. John Hopkins, once again. John Hopkins. Same players, baby. Hear me when I say it. I'll say it again. They don't change the playbook. They only tweak it for the times. They do the same shit over and over again because it works. Okay? Well, it's not that Trump gets funded from the CDC. The vaccines are made by private companies. The National Institute of Health funds the CDC. CDC is nothing but a data-collecting body. Trump didn't do shit when it came to them vaccines. He's a, again, he's a figurehead. Figurehead. So, you know, what a president is, a president is a figurehead. That shit was already in motion before he ever came into office. Remember when I showed you on the video when Fauci was saying in 2017, when Obama, he was doing a, he was at a, a thing with Obama in 20, excuse me, 2016. He was sitting, he was at some kind of, some kind of um, speech, whatever they was at, some kind of shit. And he says, this new administration will face a pandemic. He said this in 2016. So again, this shit was already in motion. Right? Trump grandstanding on Operation Warp. Hell yeah, it's military, IB. Hell yeah, Operation Warp Speed and all that shit is military. 
DARPA, all that shit. This country is ran by the military-industrial complex, along with now add the industrial military-industrial complex with the medical technocratic arm. You see what I'm saying? So you got the medical technocracy on top of the military industrial complex. They are now, they're one. Mm-hmm. Mm, of a general station in, okay. IB said, the military, he said, um, he said I was going, he said I was doing Uber. I had a gay guy that does hair um, of a general station in McDill Air Force Base, and the flag told me that the wives is in charge of rolling out the vaccines. The wife? Oh, a Fauci? Of who? Are you talking about a Fauci? <laughs> a Fauci? Let me know what you mean by that. Oh, man. Let, let me open up the mic of from the one and only, our brother from D.C., our brother, our political insider, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Chris Lowry. Happy Come belated on, man. What's happening? Uh, happy belated Thank you. I hope you had a great, great time. I did. I did. Day. Thank you so much. Yeah, man. Yeah. Another, another, another revolution around another the sun. Another Yeah, man. Man, this one went by fast. Ooh. This one mm-hmm. went by fast. We're close together on birthdays. It went by real fast. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, but, but I, 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 I do hope you had a great one with uh, family and friends. That's good. Absolutely, That's good. it's good to hear you. Good to hear you. Yes. man, it's so yeah, much popping off, Lord. Oh, I mean, so that's too much. Yeah, it's too much. It's like left, that right, left, so right, much. ain't it? It's, it's too so much, much going on. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm listening. I just, I just really just dialed in. I'm sort of just getting in. Mm-hmm. It was uh, sort of on the road. Um, but yeah, that was a military operation. I actually went into the the the, the Wall Street uh, documents. I was listening to David okay. Martin, and he's good, Doctor David Martin. He lays that stuff out. So I was feeding off of him and was following up on his work. And it led okay. to the actual Wolf Street. That was a, a military operation, uh, almost 100, you know. Yeah. Um, and everybody, uh, Just by the way, everybody, all the family in the mansion is saying great day to you. So, you Oh, yeah, okay, I can't. I'm flying blind right now, so I can't see right, anybody. Right, but good. great day to the mansion. Um, it's good to be with the family, mm-hmm. you know. I, I couldn't let the Wednesday pass, you know what I mean? Let, let, let me call in. Let, let me call. We got to start checking I do, in. I we can you. wear all this shit. All we this do. Shit I got down. your number. Oh, I'm going to start. I'll, I'll yeah. call your phone. What you doing, Mr. Larry? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because it's getting serious, uh, real serious now. Um, but it the, uh, yeah, Wolf Speed was a military operation. Uh, no doubt about that. Um, now we read it here. And I think uh, mm-hmm. that just went over over the heads, or people mm-hmm. may not remember, but we read Behold the Pale Horse. And it yes. broke down that once you go into an emergency posture, a mm-hmm. lot of that stuff was out of Trump's hands. 
So once he went into an emergency posture and claimed a national health emergency, he essentially handed over the keys. Right? Right. And and that part isn't often uh, put out there because, you know, he's taking some hits. Of course, we want to know what the fuck he knew about these vaccines. That's a, that's a valid right. question. But technically, mm-hmm. in terms of pushing that operation, because he, he called an emergency prior to that. So once he called an emergency, that's it. That shit goes to FEMA and the military. Yep. <laughs> and that's why, you know, you have all these military personnel running that operation. Uh that turned around on something sort of bad. But, yeah, that was, that was 100% a military operation, 100%. Absolutely. Yeah, and, um, and Dr. Malone was able to call it out early, too. He said, man, I got I got a call from my people at the Department of Defense. It was like you need to get your squad ready because it's, it's going down in China right now. The military, yeah. he, I mean, he, 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 he worked, you know, he got contracts from the Department of Defense. He's working. As a scientist, he's making these creations on behalf of the government. That is part of You know what I'm saying? Like, they're making this shit for them because, of course, they involved in all these different type of warfares and all that. The fact is now all that shit has been turned on the people. Once they get uh, finished fighting, they, they, they go. Yeah. Yeah. Especially you know, those shots because, people. see, the problem they're having with the biological weapons, is that mm-hmm. when you go the route of uh, trying to use a pathogen, meaning um, an infect- infectious material, whether you isolated it or you, you know, made that shit up in the lab, and most of the stuff mm-hmm. they're making, <clears throat> it, 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 it has a very short air life. Because when you're dealing with pathogens, that shit needs a living host. It's like a parasite. So it, it has to have a living host in order for it to go through its cycle. So without a mm-hmm. living host, it's sort of tricky. So if you can do aerosols, but that would dissipate, that's not going to get them to where they want to go. So they can mm-hmm. come down and drop a, a helicopter full in D.C. right now. That's going to dissipate. The, the materials of the air is going to break it up. So mm-hmm. how do you get this stuff into people? And and there you have it. <laughs> Line them up and uh, threaten people. And uh, you know it's 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 you know it's 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 definitely you know in the shots. And I was reading, I was listening to a podcast about from this doctor, and the problem mm-hmm. that's coming up with the shots is there is no consistent shot. So, of That's course, true. what this doctor was saying is you got to, you know, have this shit at 500 below zero and bring it out only 5.3 seconds or 5.3 minutes before you administer it. There's a certain amount of mixing that you have to do in order to get that shot mm-hmm. right. If right. everything ain't right, the mRNA will begin to disimpose. So, so it, it, mm-hmm. it won't be no good. But the problem yeah. becomes all that other shit they putting in there that we still don't know, right? Because that's under locking. Oh, we're going to talk about that, too. I got something for that, too. I'm going to tell you about some of the shit that's in there. We're going to talk about that, too. For the night over, hopefully, we get to it. 
So so mm-hmm. what people are being shot up with is just crazy. We do know it's taking out your immune system. So what we're seeing now is people are coming down with horrible, horrible colds. Now, if you mm-hmm. have not gotten that shot, you should reasonably fight it off. Your body's going to take right. it and treat it as a foreign element. Now, if you got that shot and uh, you just so happen to have one that was right, then it's going to take out your immune system. So you're going to keep getting what they call COVID, right? You're going to keep getting it. Um, Then he was recommending that if you got the shot and you get sick, you have to go and ask your doctor to do a D, uh, a doctor, you know, he hipped us to that a while ago. Yeah. Um, because because it's a cumulative thing. You know, it's just like having clogged arteries, right? You don't know day one when it starts to clog. But six months down the line, you're having trouble breathing and stuff like that. You're going in and tell you got right. a It's a cumulative thing. Right. So you find out you, you got blood clots in your lungs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you're getting sick and you took the shot, and definitely if they're telling your ass you got COVID, you probably want to specifically ask your doctor to do a mm-hmm. D-dimer mm-hmm. because then they may yep. have to put you on blood thinners almost immediately. Yep. That, or you're going to have from problems. a microscopic level. Unless, yes. unless you see your blood from a microscopic, you see the clotting from a microscopic level for sure. Yeah. Yeah, because people are coming down with heart attacks and all types of stuff. They're trying to cover mm-hmm. it up, but we all know what it is. You know, the, some of this shit, they're making up new names now, right? They're trying to make it sound normal. But I ain't <laughs> never heard nobody have no goddamn myocarditis when I was coming up, right? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, yeah, we come from the we hood. All those illicit narcotics brothers was doing in the hood, and they just walking right. around like ain't nothing going on. Right. Now all of a sudden, people right. heart now everybody heart inflaming, they swelling up and inflaming and shit. Get out of here! All right. So yeah, if you happen to take, don't take any more, because that's one yeah. of the reasons of the boosters too. Because see, it has to take, and we don't know which right. batch you got. Some batch are stronger than others. Some of them haven't been stored properly, so that would just be getting a shot full of metals, really, or whatever they put in there um, in terms Mm -hmm. of because the mRNA is a trick because it teaches your body to make that spike. So you have more than one shot, you you may want to go and uh, make sure that there's no accumulation um, inside the blood. A lot of the dime, no, a lot. Some of these dumbites is waking up. They refusing to take it. They, um, we already, um, for off the rip, they said according to numbers, particular numbers, that 53 million Americans. I'm just talking about Americans refused to take it from jump. Like, so they saying it's like 53 million pure bloods. Like some of us who who have never taken it. I think it's more. Mm-hmm. I think it was a third. I think, I think, I think it's it, at least a 50, third. 50. Yeah. You think it's fifty fifty? Okay. I, I give you fifty fifty. Okay, I was gonna say a third, just to be on the conservative side. There are at least a hundred hundred million, hundred and twenty five million of us pure bloods who was like, Fuck it, fuck you in that shop from day one. Well, even <laughs> the even the dumbites who decided to get jabbed several times, 
are now mm-hmm. saying, I ain't taking that shit. You know, because this latest one, this bivalent one, they've only got <laughs> said they only been able to get 20% of the population to, to take it. Now, and we know they lied, so I think it's less right. than 20. I'm going to go ahead and say five. They might be like five percent of the people taking that shit because they're getting mm. fucked up. That's starting yeah. to have these everlasting effects. They're mm-hmm. starting to get these autoimmune diseases and shit like this. Mm-hmm. You know, they're breaking out in hives and rashes and and, and <laughs> constant mucus come you know coming from coming from well, them and, mm-hmm. right and and it's all kind of shit, all kind of. Like I said, uh, autoimmune situations that are happening to these people. They're like, I'm not touching that shit no more. Yeah, because we told you from the jump, the more you take it, it's going to obliterate your immune system. Every time you you fuck around, every single time. It's like playing Russian roulette, really. Mm -hmm. You know, just spin the barrel, go ahead and keep pulling the trigger to hit you know, mm-hmm. hopefully you'll stop yep. before you get to that hot bullet. You know what I mean? Uh, All right. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, they, and then they're trying to—they're trying to get it to catch again. They're trying to ramp it up. You know, last time yeah. China supposedly had half of China dropping dead, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, we quickly followed. The next thing you know, China all of a sudden partying in the middle of the streets and shit, right? So they're claiming, you know, China's having this massive, massive outbreak. So we, we, we'll see how it goes. Um, hopefully people won't fall for it, right? Because the Dumbites you know, are our biggest enemies right now. Absolutely. Those are they enemies. are the biggest threats in every which way, from every fucking, <laughs> for the four corners. If we got to say the four corners, yeah, it, it's, it's the Dumbites that, are, that have to be... Uh, that you have to contend with and got to battle with. They don't. They protect. They protecting the evil ones. J one. They don't even know it. They don't even know it. They the ones who are protecting them motherfuckers. It's a strange thing. Um, it's a strange thing. <laughs> it is, man. Because that tells me the right dog whistle, and we don't got to worry about the police. We're gonna have to worry about their asses. The right dog, Absolutely. you know, right. um, and 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 that's on the table too. You know, people popping up with masks all of a sudden. I'm here in D.C., especially on the hill. I mean, like it's like these white people couldn't wait. <laughs> oh, we gotta wear masks again. <laughs> oh man, they done already we put it back in some parts of L.A. I think down in Southern California. I think yeah. they already they they think about but. I think they've already started it again. I don't know. And, and what causes it? What is it? Which, what is it this time? Is it the flu or is it RSV? Which well, one is they it? No, they're saying that, well, they're putting it all into one. So we got a triple demic is what they're calling it now. So we got RSV mixed <laughs> with the flu, mixed with COVID, and it's a right. triple demic. And, you know, it's on. And now, of course, all of this is happening as we head into uh, peak uh, uh, cold and flu season here in the United States, right? Right, right. natural shit, right, natural <laughs> shit. Yeah. So um, these people have been, you know, passing weather off as religion for a long goddamn time now since the end of, yeah. since that man was making them Indians do rain dances and shit, right? 
Bring me right. aboard your daughter, do a rain dance, and it's going to rain sometime in the next month. And, of course, he knew the cycles, right? He had a sundown somewhere wow. and shit. But the Indians ain't know that shit, right? Had him doing all this crazy stuff. But, uh, yeah, the, it looks like the same formula. Um, but, yeah, every day they're trying to, you know, push these numbers, push these numbers. Of course, we're outside of the uh, midterms. Elections are done, so mm-hmm. we can expect a we can expect a very long year. That's that's really yeah. I mean, like. I was telling the family about them bringing Zelensky mm-hmm. over here during this lame duck session oh, for this Omnius bill that they're trying to get passed. And like I said, um, I, I mean, like I said, they I appreciate it. It passed. It passed. It passed it? Oh uh, my God! Yeah, in the middle of the night. I was going to really have it ready for the night, but that that shit was just too much. So they voted on it. I thought yeah. I, they voted on that shit already? Yeah, the Senate has passed. Uh, it, it goes back wow. to the House. But the House has the uh, majority through January, so that that should be done relatively soon. This is the one time the House of Resident, uh, Representatives don't go on vacation. Because them bastards, there's like five vacations a year. You know, we're going out of session. But Mitch McConnell and the gang capitulated. You know, it has uh, that in it in in the bill. Uh, It has has funding for eugenics in it. They got so bold. Oh, I know. They got everything. Oh, they they went for it. They fucking went for it, baby. They went for the whole million dollars when an area is overpopulated and may have an effect on the bio environment. That's you yeah. like that. Those are close to the exact yeah. words. Um, they they just passed you know, a one point seven trillion dollar mm-hmm. ominous spending bill today. Understand what that means in in. And what's happening to right now in terms of the economy and the shit that they just green-lighted, that they just green-lit. Yes. First is deal with the economy. Mm. Don't think that inflation ain't about to just go up even more, because it is. Because mm-hmm. it is. Everything yeah. that you fuck with is going to get higher. Yes. Understand that this is a replaying. This is a replaying mm-hmm. of World War One Germany. Understand how they broke that country. You have to understand they the fundamentals the of how they broke it. They flooded mm-hmm. it with motherfucking paper. Yep. Okay? They flooded yep. it with paper, and they're doing it by way of the mass immigration in this country. You have to break the system. So I'm telling you, what's happening down there on that on that southern border ain't no joke. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm talking about uh, World no War One. See, that's the part that uh, they don't tell us about that Hitler <clears throat> nonsense. So when Hitler no. rose... He came, I think, of uh, the hype of BLM getting all these people behind it, and then they running off with right. it on something different. Hitler mm-hmm. came up much the same way. So he came up as a populist because those bankers flooded 
that economy with paper and broke them. Absolutely. This is what I've been, sh- I've been showing it the, the first hour of the show, Mr. Lowry. Trust me, yeah. I've been playing it for the fans, for, for, the, for this show um, for the last two weeks, and I'm going to continue on because people have, you know, they have to understand that history because, again, yeah. they don't never change the, the blueprint. They don't. They continue no. to do it because it's always worked, and, and they'll get the desired outcome. They're doing it again. It's like what we're experiencing is we probably is probably we're probably living through those exact circumstances. They did it to Hitler yep. twice, not only in World War One, but when he came to power, um, that's when he went to 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 nationalize stuff. Really, what he mm-hmm. was doing was kicking out those foreign banks and um, moving to create his own um, monetary system. And that the war came up in that context, so it sort of forced his hand, you know. Because once war get to brewing, you gotta do what you gotta do. Here come the bankers on the back end. Here go more money, loans, 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 yeah. loans, loans, weapons, weapons, right. weapons, weapons, weapons. So he was in a pickle there. Not to say that I uh, agree with his philosophy. Don't you ain't gotta be no apologist for that. Right, right. Because right. I, I don't have because I don't the, have a problem with him. I mean I'm not because afraid that, to say that. That, that 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 side of the world up there, um right. we will have a more problem with the French and the British coming down onto that coast across from the Mediterranean in North Africa. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> down in the interior we was totally being sold out by our own people. Because they couldn't get down into that interior, right? They, they, they was buying off your chiefs and shit like that. But up on that coast, that was a problem. But that was more of the French, the Portuguese, everybody who's on that coast. So when you're when you're talking about Germany, they come under many different names. You're talking about the Danish. You're talking about the du- the Dutch, the the Celtic, yeah, the Scottish, mm-hmm. um, the 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 Nordics. They're up there. Yep. Yeah, that's all, that was all height. a part of Greater Germany. That was, but it was <laughs> all, all part was, of Greater yes. Germany, though. Yes, Hungary, right. Austria, right. all right. of that. You're not going to mm-hmm. find too many of us over there, period. So right. a lot of that stuff is just like today, white people slaughtering white people, a whole lot of it was. But, yeah, they got them in the financial pickle. They, they, they kept... Uh, Scoring with their man, that man's economy because see Germany was central to everything, and their economy mm-hmm. really took off. But by them taking off, they was putting Britain out of business. Right, that's the head of Rome mm-hmm. over there. Britain, England, going up into Ireland. Right. He was putting all that's of their how they got America involved in. They was they was with England, and that's how they yeah. pulled America into World War One. They like yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so 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 a lot of that stuff, you know, they went out to Germany because Germany was poised to take over that uh, whole European block right there, because mm-hmm. you know they got up and running manufacturing and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. Then they sat in the middle of everything, so they sat. You know, Jews like to be the middle fucking man, right? He took power, he middle get man. you coming, right. he get you right. going. Mm-hmm. So that's what they do. They middleman the hell out your ass. Well, so Germany was one big-ass middleman, right? It's set between the right. east and the west of Europe, but nothing happening. 
unless it came through Germany, and uh, they set right. those people up. But what we're seeing now is a lot of the the, the same thing. One point seven trillion. One point seven trillion babies. This is on top 1. of the 7. trillions that they just dropped. I mean, these so, people dropping so, so, trillions. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Never, it ain't never been like this, y'all. They like yeah. one point seven trillion, one point two point trillion. Just give me one percent of that one point <laughs> seven trillion, and you will not have a problem out of right? Lowry. I can tell you that much. Uh, <laughs> you you, to, you oh, can man. do what you want to do. Give me my one percent, man. <laughs> have that. Uh, That's a lot. Right. So, so, so between that, which they know again is going to, um, it's going to cause inflation strictly for the fact that America is still run on a ledger, on on a, on a economic ledger, <laughs> meaning you know yeah. your, your how much you owe, and and you know and what you're bringing in, right? Mm-hmm. And so, um, oh, so the way that's connected, I see uh, Don and Twink just, just came um, forward from, from working out. Hope y'all had a great workout. What's happening? What's happening? Mm-hmm. Um, the other one is um, this. Again, what's happening at the southern border. That's another angle, again, to to financially break the system. You know, do you know Biden said we're going to curb inflation with immigration? <laughs> <laughs> so this is what this fool said. We're going to curb right. inflation with immigration. Think about that for a second, fam. Just think about that that sentence. What does that mean? That you're going to curb high prices of shit going up. They're marking it up because of all this money in the system with immigration. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's Let's impossible. That immigration drives inflation because that's more paper that's being spread out so that either means right so that means which we already which i've been saying is the other shoe about to drop there's going to be massive amount of layoffs but that means you must be ready to cut some some industry particular industries out like there's going to be a disappearance of particular industries or or work within particular industries, you're going to eliminate that shit. If you are, if we're going to use the word, we're going to tame it with immigration. That means you're going to have a whole bunch of low level paying work out here. That's, a whole that's bunch of low level paying that's work. That's the goal. Whole bunch. See, because see, you got to whole bunch. You got to in order to do the universal, right? Because we right? know where they're trying to go. They're trying to go to the right? grid, like. There's two things yeah. you have to do to have a a strict uh, control over population. You can't have a runaway population. If you look at if anybody tried to live on a goddamn commune and people just start producing babies, ninety going north, that commune you can't soon feed them all. Happening. Right, right. You can't feed right. them all, and everybody is not going to work because they're getting everything uh, for free. Um, so population, and then you have to limit earnings So because that limits growth. Yes. So, so right. in order to do the universal thing, you got to bring the earnings down to a base mm-hmm. level. And, and, um, and understand this, the $15 
all that raising the minimum wage is a farce because inflation yeah. gonna be super high. You understand? You don't yeah. understand what I'm saying? Inflation gonna be high, so they gonna it's gonna they they cast a facade that they're raising the cost of of how much you make to deal with the cost of living. It it is it's a farce. Fifteen dollars yeah, an hour, twenty dollars an hour. Down. Understand, niggas at McDonald's. Down. Yes, niggas <laughs> at McDonald's gonna be making twenty five dollars an hour, but it, it, that's not shit. And then they gonna phase that out. You see, right. it's it's all it's a, it's a fake. Le- it's fake. Raise yeah. raise the raise the minimum wage. Tell them we they making twenty five thirty an hour, and then we eliminate that whole sector. We'll eliminate all that shit. Well, the Americans sort of screwed up, man. Uh, we like like we were talking. I think me and you had an epiphany at the same time. Like, man, all mm-hmm. this shit sound like we've been set up for a long time, <laughs> and, for, for and long that time. goes yeah. for America as a whole because yeah. America is fighting against itself. Now, when you look at our labor market, that's what I was just talking about. That's what I was just my doing America has the highest paid labor market in the, in the world. world. In the world. <laughs> in the fucking world. We, we have the highest paid. Man, we got people working at goddamn Arby's making more money than people that are putting together these electronics we're addicted to. And that's real talk. Like slavery never ended, mm-hmm. and I think that's where uh, that that's for another conversation. But I begin to see they want us to keep looking back, focusing on that. But it, 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 slavery never ended. It's still mm-hmm. going alive and kicking. What the fuck, you think they're doing in China? Ooh. You know what I'm saying? GZ been running right. around locking people down and shit. And, and, you think? And, get, <laughs> and you see how they live over there. They have whole districts that, or whole cities that are built on a particular industry or a particular company who has their 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 factory there, and they all live there. They they, I mean, yeah. for real, like, you know what I'm saying? Exactly, I be mm-hmm. campus. They they they, it's, it's like a campus life, and oh, this is a part of them with climate control is that they want to build cities like this. Just mm-hmm. like this. And in America. Put you on universal income. Universal and basic you income. Out, and put you back on the plantation. Maybe okay. in a high tech way, but you're going back on that plantation. But the same thing. And yeah. check it. I was um I came in the I was in the after party was it Tuesday? Was it, was it today? Wednesday? It was mm-hmm. yesterday then. Was it yesterday? I was in here early because <laughs> I didn't go into the office and I was um Talking, um, talking to Don. We were typing back and forth, and she was talking about, um, you know, she was getting, she got these bikes. She was um, bought some more bikes, and I was talking about, yeah, you know, that's how they do it in a lot of these Nordic countries, and how they bike everywhere. They they don't drive yeah. a whole bunch of cars since everything is walkable. But understand, they, they that's why they are ripe for the control. Mm. You know, yeah. that those countries are right to be put onto that system, and they are. Trust and believe that when I tell you that. That's why that shit is honed out of Sweden. Those mm-hmm. countries are going through it now. 
in Yorkshire right now, in Oxshire, England. Let me show y'all this. Mm-hmm. In Oxshire, England right now, guess what they're doing on a trial basis in a small town in, in, in the countryside of England, in Oxshire. They are saying no cars. We don't want any cars can't drive through. No cars can drive through. And they chopping up the city into six sectors. Six sectors. They're chopping up this little town in. And you can only and you can only go in and out of these sectors a hundred times a year. Let me show y'all. Because y'all think I'm bullshitting. Hold on. This this the shit that don't make the news. Okay? You gotta dig for it. Or you got to be watching the right shit. Let me get it for you. Oxshire. 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 Um, what is it called? I, I'm going to say Oxshire City Council. No cars. So I'm going to see if I can come up with that. Here, here we go. It's for the zero emission zone. Remember, this this is how they're gonna tie in that shit with um with the climate change. My point being is that they they do ultimately want you don't want none of y'all having no cars, so you will not have that level of mobility that you can't go to and fro. Really, you only be able to take public transportation or you're going to be walking or you're going to be riding your bike because they want to change how communities are built. And again, so even if you live in the countryside, they're snatching up farmland. Understand, this is why they're taking farmland. There won't be masses of, of rural populations where people live great distances from each other. This is why they're using eminent domain and shit to take over family farms and any other privately held farms that they want to take over because they want to be able to um, change city planning. It's all tied into city planning and how you choreograph or how you design a town. They want everything to be within 15 minutes so they can keep you there. Just like China. Everything is in that district. You you don't go anywhere. Mm. Let me see, let me pull up the sh- let me pull up the shot. Um, Oxshire, uh, this thing here. And this is how they're practicing climate lockdowns. Remember, I brought that to the family a year ago that they will start doing That's lockdowns doing for climate purposes. For for man, let me hear. Here we go. Right here. Uh, um, climate lockdowns in Oxshire, United Kingdom. Social credit system for travel. Council seeks to cut car use by placing strict use and strict rules on car journeys to meet net zero goals. All right. Via the Oxford Mail. So this is coming straight from Oxford's Mail. People can drive freely around their um, own neighborhood and can apply for a permit to drive through the filters. Those are the zones. 
filter zones, zone one, zone two, right, and into other neighborhoods for up to 100 days per year. This equates to an average of two days per week. The alternative is to drive out onto the ring road and then back into the destination. A maximum of three permits a household will be allowed where there are several adults with cars registered to an address. From the Oxford City Council consultation page, so this is straight off of that stuff, we, uh, we see the plan is to reduce journeys that you think are necessary, but the counselors don't. Why are we introducing the traffic, trial traffic filters across our country? We want to reduce unnecessary journeys by private vehicles and make walking, cycling, public shared transportation the natural first choice. <laughs> Excuse me. First choice. This will help us deliver an affordable, sustainable, here we go, y'all, here's that word, inclusive transportation system that enables the country, the county to thrive whilst protecting the environment and making Opshire a better place to live for all residents. See what I tell you? Look at that. Y'all see that on my screen? You see that? How they want your cities to be? Everything within a walking distance. This is how they're going to be able to put you on a, a, um, an electric electrical grid. So you only can use so much electricity in, in a day, per week, per month, per year. This is how you enslave people. But people are going to love their, their, their servitude. They're going to love, they've gotten it so they don't have to do Bolshevik revolutions anymore. They don't have to spill blood anymore. These people are going to be willfully, willful slaves in the name of saving the planet, in the, in the name of altruism. You see what I'm saying? That's the shit they, they got for people. I'd be saying shock collars for humans, right? Don't take eggs. You step out your Basically. It's invisible, but it's there. Right. It's invisible, but it's there. Okay. But um, I like what you said, though. The, mm -hmm. It appears that it's a damn good chance that the people are going to put the shock chains on themselves. Themselves, absolutely. I definitely exclude the lady. Yeah, you're definitely one of us if you listen to me, Neff, and Don on a regular basis, right? <laughs> so we, we, we will exclude that, right? But for the, the most part in general, <sighs> that's where this is this, this where it, it seems to be going. You know, when they throw a dog whistle out there, then all of a sudden out the blue, people are wearing these goddamn right. masks again. So the, that's people putting on, because it's the same con underneath of it. I give you this invisible enemy, then I scare the hell out of you. Then, you know, I convince you to do some of the dumbest shit in life in order to save your own life. And uh, it's, it's the same con, you know, with climate change. I mean, like, mm -hmm. we, we're old enough to remember like, goddamn, the East Coast was supposed to be underwater. And that's probably one of the most recent ones. You know, that when Obama was coming, you know, he was in president and they were saying, 
oh, the whole East Coast going to be on the water, and he busy buying up half of the goddamn coast up in uh, Martha's Vineyard and shit. Right? Uh, the Al Gore. You know, mm-hmm. and and it's it's important to remember these things because if you can remember these things, then you can be confident in saying they bullshitting you now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but unfortunately, uh, you know, too many people are, you know, believing this shit. Right? These people don't, they could barely predict the goddamn weather. Look at your weather report. Man, they'd be like, man, it's going to be between 40 and 80 degrees, 10% chance of rain, right? You ain't predicting shit. you just calling it as it may happen, right? These people mm-hmm. don't have no more uh, knowledge than you or I with proper focus um, can come up with ourselves through our intuition. Oh, true. And Absolutely. these people are running around with all this made-up bad shit, and they know it's made up, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, you got people living in in a strange, odd place. Because, see, as I see it, I see a whole bunch of land and air and sun and opportunity. And, like, man, fuck <laughs> that. We're not going to let these people narrow our world down to the point that we're going to oh, willingly okay. wear a mask to reduce goddamn carbon and you can't reduce carbon more than any the, the man on the fucking moon. <laughs> and, well, and until AOC and them jump off a bridge and kill themselves to be an example, you know, why should I? But um, all of that is going towards um, enslaving us again. Mm-hmm. That's what it boils down to. That's so, what it boils down to. And they're taking away the money. Once they take away the money, well, they're making um, it, yeah, they're making it useless, worthless. Yeah. Well, so they have, but they have bill, to do that. Funding that EO. We brought up. You brought up two EOs. We brought up that mm-hmm. scientific one. That right, you know, people shot. just blew the fuck off. They kept that one real quiet. That biotech right. one. And then mm-hmm. you have the digital currency one that came out last year. They're now right, and that they currently that running, they're doing it now. I spoke on that. They they're running a pilot program yeah. now. And again, not and a word, not a word. Not yes, a word. Is. Not a word from the from the so-called mainstream media. Not a word if they're running it right now that the four major banks in this country are running that pilot program on digital or the CBD, the CBDB coin. Yes. But we know what, you know. That's the central bank. And, and, I mean, and, 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 and when you think, right, when you think about a pilot, who the fuck participating in the pilot? Who, All who, the banks that control right. the four biggest right. banks. It, 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 it ain't no participant. It ain't no participant. It's the banks getting together right now, how um, designing how they're going to roll it out, and and, yeah. and you know and how they're going to roll it out. That's what that yeah. shit is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So check it. So, so under those guys again, under the climate control, like I said, all this shit, all they always do it, and and when it comes, to, they're doing this in um, the climate change shit. The front, the front line is is uh, Europe, um, you know, um, 
the Nordic countries, those, you know, most of Europe. When it comes to disease and, and, and all that shit, the front line is Africa, all right? When it comes to on, on this side, I mean, America is like, um, what would you say is the front? What, what, what is America the front line for? Um, all of it? I don't know. Um, it's kind of, I see the scene from the financial standpoint and what they're really trying to do. Um, but check it. Stupidity. The mat- <laughs> right. <laughs> I, really, right. How you really control the masses for real. I don't know. Um, but the immigration. Do you see how many people are coming in, y'all? Have y'all seen the border? Have y'all seen the images coming from the southern border? It is unlike anything I've ever seen. A lot of Africans, a lot of Africans, I be a lot of Africans, a lot of Haitians, a lot of Dominicans, uh, a lot of Afghanistans, Afghanis coming through, um, Pakis, a bunch of Pakis coming through. And it's like um, they all being sent here. They, they you know, it's, it's, a, it's a global. Like I said, this is the non the NGOs that are sending them and and having them land in South America and bring their way up. You know what I'm saying? So at the same time, they can run all the other little uh, all the other little scams, human trafficking prostitution, extortion. So all those other criminal elements can get their paper on too. But the mass majority is to flood America. You have to be able to flood her with people that she can no longer sustain, that no no system will be able to sustain. I don't care if it was a socialist, capitalist society, whatever. You can't sustain that. They're literally... <clears throat> 10,000 a day, but around 10,000 a day. I, to see them lines, man, it is, it is, it is pretty amazing. It, it, it is something to, to behold, to be like, damn. Like I said, and when you, when you look, when you look, it ain't a whole bunch of people from Latin America. It's, it's motherfuckers from all over the world coming in there, all over the world. And this has been the plan in all the countries. This is why Spain and them having funk with the immigrants coming over there, the um, island of Malta and all them. But but you got to do it in America. You got to do it by the millions and millions and millions. It, it, it's wild. But that is a part of breaking the economic system because you have to flood. I mean, um, California now has uh, – declared a, a natural, uh, uh, what is it called, uh, an emergency, a state emergency because of the immigrants yep. coming through. Um, cities in Texas have done it because there's so many, you know, so many people. This shit, wow. But, it's crazy. Right? It's crazy. So it's, it's, uh, you're going to wipe very, out, you're going to wipe out, um, you're not going to have a country. That's what's going to no. happen. You're going to wipe out um, uh, what it means to be a citizen of the United States of America. That's what you're wiping out. So I've been, you're, you're I've been, I've been saying that. that yeah, I, I was <laughs> I was building on that the first you know the first hour and a half of the show. Mm-hmm. The name of the game is to break 
is she won't be she won't be sovereign. She will not be a nation. They want to get rid of nation states. Period. Maybe that's been a goal for a long time is to get rid of nation states. America fucked up. We mm-hmm. fucked and, up. Um, she, 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 she fucked, fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> she she fucked up. Um and um. Yes, and and let me say this thing, and this is how it's fucked up, because we got to stop saying down with America. America is the fault. And when I walk on my day to day and everybody else on their day to day journey, we're not the ones doing this shit. So if they're going to demand that Kanye now get specific and don't make generalities, then I let's do that vote. shit across the board. Let's just stop saying Americans because you putting us all in a basket and the whole world think that we're down with this crazy shit. We got to start calling names. They wanted him to be specific, right? Isn't that that's the whole fucking argument of the Jewish people? You can't yeah, say it's real because we're not yeah, all the same. I, I, I said call them Bolsheviks. I said we're going to just use the word Bolsheviks. We just call them Bolsheviks. That's the name of the game, and you have to create a nation that that has no that has no um no identity. no no nat no identity no national pride mm-hmm. to make sure that it has no nat no national culture. You know why they want that diversity like that? Because you'll never be able to say it's them. They did that right. shit. This is why right. they don't like homogenous. They don't like homogenous societies because then it's right. easy to pick out. The culprit. If I got this melting pot that is so large, I can you can never pinpoint the right. culprit behind all the devastation. That's why mm-hmm. they want a melting pot mm-hmm. all over the world. Because you'll never be able to say that it's them. And then once it starts melting, man, people start having babies with these Spanish people and people coming all over from the fucking well, Europe. A lot of them. They're don't worry. Oh, the don't Europe worry. There won't be no more babies. Nancy. Oh, they about to stop them from procreating too. Well, oh no, well, we they, they keep shooting them up. They, oh, they, oh yeah, they, they won't be. Matter of fact, let me show y'all what's in the future. Well, okay. um, what is it called? Um, what's the movie we watched? The Matrix. Uh, well, the the Matrix field is here. The Matrix and the farming field of humans, um, is here. You. Let me show, let me show y'all this shit. <laughs> they um finally showing the creation that that um they've been wanting to make for quite some time, fam, and and it's here, and I'm going to show it to you. All right, y'all ready? It's eight minutes long, eight minutes long. So you ready? So like I said, they don't, they're not going to want any of. We just got finished watching Brave New World. Brave New World was a, a indication of the human 2.0. So we got to have all these subhumans, as they would see every person as a subhuman. You ain't intelligent. You don't have superior genes. Some of us do. Some of a lot of us don't. Right? When I mean superior, I mean you know what I mean. I mean like your intellect, your athletic, your athletic ability. Yeah, all that shit, how you, you know, your wits, all, all those things. So they don't want y'all procreating anymore. 
So this was always so all this stuff, the culture wars, all that shit, all that was to make sure that the pre- people stop reproducing. If you hate hate a motherfucker enough, you won't lay, you won't you won't reproduce with him, right? If I can, can if I can, can just divide you on every level, every level. If I can divide man and woman on every level, they will not reproduce. Your children won't reproduce after the fact because that mode of thinking and that mode of operation will continue to persist. Then you take it along with the vaccine that will actually, you know, or whatever the case may be, will stop your ability to procreate. Some people will do it voluntarily. Most will do it involuntary and unknowingly. But here we go. Let me play this for you. Let me switch this over. My screen, take a look. Let me get this for you. Is this it? Um, Yep. Here we go. All right. This is a real company. I'm just letting you know now. This is a real company. And um, this is the prototype, but we know, as we say, when they show us something, the devil is already six degrees deeper. So we know they've been had it. We've known they had it for a while. But now, again, they're they happy to show it. So here we go. Introducing Ectolife, the world's first artificial womb facility powered entirely by renewable energy. To conceive a baby and become the true biological parents of their own offspring. It's a perfect solution for women who had their uterus surgically removed due to cancer or other complications. With Ectolife, premature births and C-sections will be a thing of the past. Ectolife is designed to help countries that are suffering from severe population decline, including Japan. So we know that's the cover. The cover is, oh, the population, world population is dropping off. You know, bitches, you just is fucked up. Nah, we already know this, this is going to be private selection, baby. Only a certain people are going to be able to use this thing. But here we go. And Bulgaria, South Korea, and many others. The facility features 75 highly equipped. <laughs> I be said, what movie does come from? Well, we saw it in Matrix, but this is actually um, a prototype, com- like, this is a commercial. This is a real average. This is like a real presentation. Oh, you kids, you kids? Got gotcha, you, got gotcha, you, got gotcha. you. Okay, 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 got gotcha. <laughs> I mean, but it was first shown in the movie, right? But even then, like I said, I go back to Brave New World. I'm just, Brave, New, oh, was that? Brave New World was written in 1936 at the height of the fucking uh, the commun the the, uh, the Nazi shit at the height of it. This is when Brave New World was written, and how they were just going to program and create certain types of humans. They was calling them alphas, betas, sigmas, and all that shit. Here we go. Mm-mm-mm. Let me rewind it a little bit. With Ectolife, premature births and C-sections will be a thing of the past. 
ExoLife is designed to help countries that are suffering from severe population decline, including Japan, Bulgaria, South Korea, and many others. The facility features 75 highly equipped labs. Each state-of-the-art lab can accommodate up to 400 growth pods or artificial wounds. Every pod is designed to replicate the exact conditions that exist inside the mother's uterus. A single building can incubate up to 30,000 lab-grown babies per year. EctoLife allows your baby to develop in an infection-free environment. The pods are made of materials that prevent germs from sticking to their surfaces. Every growth pod features sensors that can monitor your baby's vital signs, including heartbeat, temperature, blood pressure, breathing rate, and oxygen saturation. The artificial intelligence-based system also monitors the physical features of your baby and reports any potential genetic abnormalities. The pods are equipped with a screen that displays real-time data on the developmental progress of your baby. These data are sent directly to your phone so you can track your baby's health from the comfort of your zone. The app also provides you with a high resolution. I just heard something for the first time watching this. Did you peep how it said you can watch your baby from the comfort of your Zone. It said zone. Not your home, but your zone. Caught that. I just heard that. From the comfort of your zone. Did I just not just read y'all how in Oxshire they want to cut up the city into zones, six different zones? So we know that celebrities and them have been using this shit already for designer babies and, and all that stuff like that. Now they just, you know, now it's just time to, to unroll it. Because understand, they just got the funding that they need, that they requested for the biotech. So they can put all of it in motion. They can unleash it now. They got the funding. They got the people with the right frame of mind. For the most part, the mass majority because, again, how do they introduce this shit to you? They have to do it through the medical, through, through the medical military complex type shit. This is how they get it into you. Now, I'm going to show you about, I'm going to show you all more about the nanotech and, and, and the things that they got going on that that is highly likely more than not inside of those jabs that people took, Right? But let's start with this, though. Let's finish with the uh, these designer babies. But peep out, I, I just peeped how they said from the comfort of your zone. Not the comfort mm-hmm. from your home, but the comfort of your zone. <laughs> Displays real-time data on the developmental progress of your baby. These data are sent directly to your phone so you can track your baby's health from the comfort of your zone. The app also provides you with a high-resolution live view of your baby's development. A special section in the app allows you to watch a time-lapse of your baby's growth and share it directly with your loved ones. Because babies can recognize language and learn new words while still in the womb, 
ExoLife Growth Pods feature internal speakers that play a wide range of words and music to your baby. Through the app, you can choose the playlist that your baby listens to. You can also directly sing to your baby and make them familiar with your voice before birth. Our goal is to provide you with an intelligent offspring that truly reflects your smart choices. Life improves your bonding experience with your baby thanks to a 360 degrees camera that's fitted inside your baby's growth pod you can use your virtual reality headset to explore what it's like to be in your baby's place see what they see and hear what they hear using a wireless haptic suit connected to your baby's growth pod you will be able to sense their kicks in the womb and share this experience with your friends and family members with ectolife your baby will receive the best nutrients that can support their growth each group of pods is connected to two central bioreactors the first bioreactor contains nutrients and oxygen which are supplied to your baby through an artificial umbilical cord this bioreactor also contains a liquid solution that serves as the ambiotic fluid that surrounds babies in the mother's uterus. It's rich of vital hormones, growth factors, and antibodies that sustain your baby's growth and development. Thanks to a system controlled by artificial intelligence, each baby receives custom nutrients tailored to their needs. Commercial, hold on. The second bioreactor is designed to eliminate any waste products produced by the babies. The artificial umbilical cord helps the babies to release their waste products into the second bioreactor. With the help of a delicate layer of engineered enzymes, the second bioreactor can then recycle waste products and turn them back into useful nutrients. This way, the facility ensures a steady and sustainable supply of fresh nutrients to your baby. With Ectolife, miscarriage and low sperm count are things of the past. Prior to placing the fertilized embryo of your baby inside the growth pod, in vitro fertilization is used to create and select the most viable and genetically superior embryo giving your baby a chance to develop without any biological hurdles. And if you want your baby to stand out and have a brighter future, our Elite Package offers you the opportunity to genetically engineer the embryo. <laughs> you catch it. They said, if you get with your Elite Package, baby, with your elite package. This is not for commoners. Okay? This is not for... Nigga, <sighs> <sighs> if you think your cousin is going to be able to get a designer baby grown in Ecto Lab, you are highly mistaken. <sighs> This shit is putting okay. the decision to reproduce. Nigga, if you in the think hands you can do it, the government, you better serious. be. You better. You better be. You gotta be nah. high 
high, right. high status. You heard them say genetic engineer all that melanin out of it and shit. Right? <laughs> <laughs> we can even high status, baby. Mm-hmm. Our children might be the, this is the, the separation of humans. This is human 2.0. It, it, which is falling in line with that fast track that we read in that goddamn executive <laughs> order. Yeah, it's in the executive order. That's what I'm saying. They 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 got it's, the green it's light. Legal they got, now. It's legal. Yeah. They got the funding. It's absolutely it's the, absolutely legal to tamper yeah. with the gene yeah. and your DNA. They just pass it in the executive order and 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 make it legal for us to take shots. They just going around another way with it. Eventually, we're yeah. going to be mandated to have medical procedures. Absolutely, just that's the goal. That is the end game. Mm-hmm. This is why I tried to tell get y'all to watch that old school movie called um, Something of the Children where they explain why they were sterilizing particular people. So understand all this shit, there's going to be a population that you won't be able, you ain't procreating. No. You're a no. criminal. Nigga, your, your, mama, your mama probably, your daddy smoked dope. It, 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 that's your genes. You, 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 your, your whole bloodline stops. You won't, you, you motherfuckers will not be procreating. And that's how they look at it. Yes. On one part of the movie, the lady was at the court. She had to go to court to try to stop for being, um, what's that shit called? When they when they rip your shit out, sterilized. Ouch. Yeah, she yeah, was yeah. in court. She was in court. This is the 1930s, y'all. Mm-hmm. She, uh, the movie's from the 1940s, excuse me, 1940s. So in the movie, she goes to the court. They're saying, mm-hmm. I have a job. She she goes, I have a job. I don't have a criminal record. I'm a good <laughs> citizen. Mm-hmm. They're like, but your brother, mm-hmm. but your mother, this is the stock that you come from. You might be an exception, but you're not the rule. So, therefore, you get sterilized. I said, ooh, that's cold-blooded. That's cold-blooded. Okay. Okay, But do you know, like I said, the elite package. The elite package. And if you want your baby to stand out and have a brighter future, our elite package offers you the opportunity to genetically engineer the embryo before implanting it into the artificial womb. Thanks to CRISPR-Cas9 gene editing tool, you can edit any trait of your baby through a wide range of over 300 genes. CRISPR technology, The Elite Package allows you to customize your baby's eye color, hair color, skin tone, physical strength, height, and level of intelligence. It also allows you to fix any inherited genetic diseases that are part of your family history future. Our Elite Package offers you the opportunity to genetically engineer the embryo before implanting it into the artificial womb. Thanks to CRISPR-Cas9 gene editing tool, you can edit any trait of your baby through a wide range of over 300 genes. By genetically engineering a set of genes, the Elite Package allows you to customize your baby's eye color, 
hair color, skin tone, physical strength, height, and level of intelligence. It also allows you to fix any inherited genetic diseases that are part of your family history so that your baby and their offspring will live a healthy, comfortable life free of genetic diseases. Say goodbye to the pain of childbirth and birth-related muscle contractions. Ectolife provides you a safe, pain-free alternative that helps you deliver your baby without stress. The delivery process is smooth, convenient, and can be done with just a push of a button. After discharging the amniotic fluid from the artificial womb, you will be able to easily remove your baby from the growth pod. Everything is perfectly designed so you and your partner can enjoy the delivery process. To ensure full transparency, our post-delivery free DNA paternity test helps you confirm the genetic identity of your baby so you can return home knowing that your baby is genetically yours. You don't have to worry about power cuts or carbon footprint. Actualife uses highly efficient, clean, renewable energy consisting of solar and wind power. The highly advanced pods operate with minimal energy needs, making it easy for your baby to make it to full term without any complications. And for those who want a more convenient solution, Ectolife is made accessible so your life can be easier. Thanks to our miniaturized bioreactors and long-lasting batteries, you can use Ectolife growth pods at the comfort of your home, allowing you to incubate your baby in your building without the need to visit our factory. By owning your special growth pod, you will have the Not your house, but your building. Just listen to the words. Not that you can grow your pot, your baby in the pod in the house, but in your building. Because that is the new configuration of the new cities that they want to build. This is your smart cities. This is, this is the shit. Absolutely. Like China and New York. A- absolutely. High rises. Mm-hmm. This this is ain't nothing new to none of of none of us. I'm preaching to the choir, so to speak, about this shit because we've known this for years and years. Twenty, thirty years ago, we've been reading about this shit in, in literature for decades. So it, it, it's not it's nothing new to us. But what I'm saying is, it's but it's here. We are in those days now. It's no longer that we read about it in a book or we listened to someone tell us this many moons ago. This shit is here. So now they're comfortable to roll it out. Because they, they know they got so many. Well, the legal know, they know framework they have, is in place. <laughs> it's in, it's in place. It. place. Absolutely. So they don't. They won't have. They'll have people who protest, but from a legal standpoint, they've already made all those ends. They they they've already shored all that shit up. 
and they but they've done it in an unconstitutional way, so to speak, through executive order. They never debated this on the floor. You know, there's no debate. There's no none of that. We don't have a Congress to raise that issue. We don't have a Congress to raise that issue. We've got very right. few judges that we even take the case. Right. Uh, this, is, this is as close to a too far gone situation uh, as it can possibly get. Um, the passing of that, that $1.7 trillion, not only is the $1.7 trillion, but that is unprecedented, that right. you will pass a bill okay. like that in front of a new Congress mm-hmm. taking over in two weeks. In two that, weeks. That can do a, right, do a stop gap, kick it down the road, and we come back at mm-hmm. it after the holidays. That's, yeah, the only thing you do is put a temporary spending. Yeah, that's standard power. You never pass the yeah. new, I mean, the spending bill in the lame duck. But this is a different no, time. Right. And, they under, and they understand who was coming in. The so, so-called crazy white motherfuckers called patriots or whatever you want to call them, MAGA, they knew they was coming in, and they was coming in to take no prisoners with that So their hands purse. are tied, basically. They, they can't do nothing for a year. They can't do shit. They can't do shit for, for a whole fiscal year. They can't do anything. And then by that time, you go into another election cycle. So they're not going to be able to do anything. That that money is your leverage. That's that's Congress leverage. That was the only leverage they had. That was the. That's it. That's it. Other than that, you know, they got control of the DOJ. So you you saying Merlin Garland is going to look into this shit? <laughs> oh, you can have, you can have, you can have committee. They don't care about those committees. It's good for politics. Right? You know, any any news is good news. In politics, you'll take a negative and parlay that. That's free publicity, right? Trump took that all right? day and all night. So um, you can have your investigative committees, but that's about as far as it's gonna go. Then that will have right. a demoralizing effect. You have a committee. And you dump all this shit that's blatantly wrong, and nothing still happens. So that further demoralizes the population. So they they pretty much got, you know, all fronts covered. Their only fucking weakness is that these bastards are made up humanoids too. They don't have any special gifted fucking knowledge that anybody else on this earth that 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 that's subject to life under those goddamn clouds they don't have anything different and that's their biggest weakness they're operating from a point of uh they know better right they don't know shit they know the same thing we know mm-hmm. and everything else they just simply made it up I read an article the other day now mm-hmm. that the quantum mechanics is now fucked up because they did the experiment on two quantum particles and they found that the particles, even those separated by distance, had an effect on one another, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. A measurable effect. So even though they're separated, one affects the other. 
right? And and and, mm-hmm. and that has thrown quantum physics into a goddamn tizzy because that's not supposed to happen. They 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 mm-hmm. study things in the singular. They will isolate one thing and 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 look at that one thing, make up a mm-hmm. whole scientific story around it, and give it to you and I. What these scientists did was doing something that they did not expect to get these results, but they found out that these quantum materials being separated by distance but still had a uh, definite impact on each other with their emotions, right? So now they're like, Mm -hmm. damn, we got to go back to the drawing board because, see, it's something there that we did not account for in all our grand goddamn science. And I'm saying the same thing here. There's some things that they can't count for. They can't account for that shit anymore that I can see carving in the goddamn air with my eyes. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Tell me how carving looks like. It might be there, but we can't see that shit, and neither can they. So Bill Gates got special glasses that allows him to see uh, what they call that shit, greenhouse effects or whatever the fuck. They get that air right, that comes up. Gases. Zero, mm-hmm. Yeah, zero. Uh, so, so, so Bill Gates can see that shit with his bifocal. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> now, if Bill Gates can't see the the greenhouse gases and the carbon monoxide with those thick ass glasses he's wearing, then it seems to me it's a whole lot of other shit Bill Gates can't see either. And that's the weakness in it. That's the way. It's a hand over top that hand, and they're trying to get to the hand, but they can't get to the hand. But uh, they're going to drag a whole lot of us through the goddamn mud in the process. I can tell you Ooh. that because Indeed. that clip finish. you just played—it I mean, sounded really fluffy. <laughs> of course, it's always made this to, to, to sound fluffy. This is people go. This is not a bad idea. I can mm-hmm. see the future. It, it doesn't look bad. But you got it doesn't look dystopian at all. License. <laughs> I get a, look, I babe, get a license. That's the that's the one rule rule in China. You got to have papers to get continuously have babies mm-hmm. over there. Here we go. Reactors and long-lasting batteries. You can use Afterlife Growth Pods at the comfort of your home, allowing you to incubate your baby in your building without the need to visit our factory. By owning your special growth pod, you will have the ability to build a happy family, one baby at a time, away from any birth complications. of Ectolife facility was designed by biotechnologist and science communicator Hashim Al-Ghaili. It relies on groundbreaking research work that has been conducted by scientists and engineers since 1950s. Tired of waiting for a response from an adoption agency? Unable to find a suitable surrogate mother? Worried about pregnancy complications? Worry no more, because Ectolife got you covered. Well, Ectolife has got you covered. Don't worry. (laughs) There it is, y'all. 
<laughs> yep. Oh, man. We live in some, some hellified times, man. We, we really watching the transformation, man. It, it's it's incredible. It's incredible to uh to, to watch. It really is. And to and to see the fight, the underlying fight and the undercurrents of those who try to fight. Like I said, niggas are are we just we just observe it at this point because like Nubian folks like like the the those of us who are not right knowledge minded which means just about like ninety percent of all niggas have, like I said, have already bought into the um, have already bought into um, the fact that they don't like this country, like fuck America, right? They, you know, fuck America. She ain't shit. Get your paper up, IB, because nigga, you 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 can't. They're not gonna let you get no baby. Driving an Uber, <laughs> you're not gonna be qualified. <laughs> so they' about to be like, "This shit is a Elysium. We need to watch Elysium again. This is that shit. <laughs> this is Elysium. It, it is. It is a distinct class. I know. I you know, be more than that. I'm not gonna be in that class either. Just saying." No disrespect, I be. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. Motherfucker working at at a, at a register at a grocery store won't be able to get no goddamn pod. <laughs> Bitch, you can't have no pod. That's part of Bitch, you. You work at the grocery store. That was a huge part of it. They were saying we couldn't afford no the pod. children we were having. Right. <laughs> right. 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 And, and that's the way they're gonna design this shit too, right? That's what Margaret Sanger said. They're having too many no babies. We, we got to control it. Absolutely. And, and, and as far as us being black now, the chances of them skipping us in the pod line is close to zero. <laughs> they, they get, you know what I mean? They got their foot on our neck and they're going to let it go and they're going to turn around. They talking about getting rid of five billion people on the planet Earth, and we supposed to believe that you're going to have a pod so we could just populate the world with perfect black people. Right, because your uterus is fucked up. Yeah, right. Because your uterus is fucked up. Right. Right, bitch, you ain't getting no pod. It's a wrap. Man, now what's going to happen though? Is they're going to put the, the they're going to put the legal frame point. They're going to put the 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 legal framework in place that with or without a pod, they will now be able to control that stuff. That's what's going to happen. Uh, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. That's what this is that, that, is, that is. That is the control of the population. We can kill off the dummies who was dumb enough to, to fuck with that mm. thing. We can kill enough, <laughs> enough, uh, uh, you know, enough of them, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Come on now. How many people took that jab? Two billion, they claim? Mm-hmm. Two billion people? And it's supposed to be seven or eight billion in, on the planet? Mm-hmm. There's going to be at least a good population, you know. A good amount that are going to continue to do that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Toy said, "I'm gonna decorate the pods. He's uh, <laughs> gonna put Christmas lights on that bitch. Look how they grow." Oh man, but um, 
Yeah, baby. Welcome to uh, the fourth industrial revolution, baby. Build back better. Oh, this is build back better, baby. All right. And it's not Biden told you, build back better. We're going to build back mm-hmm. better. That's the mm. only thing we understood the motherfucker saying. He know how to say that real good. Build back mm-hmm. better. Is, is slouching through the rest of his man. Way, right? <laughs> <Yeah>, build back <laughs> better. That's what they said. Well, here we mm-hmm. go. <laughs> oh, what else I got for y'all, man? Oh, so, uh, oh let me Carrie show y'all. Is, uh, go ahead. In Arizona. She she got that lawsuit going on, and they oh she I has watched the, the lawsuit first today, election baby. case. She has the yeah first. I watched it. <laughs> you you missed this the first again. The first got to get here a little earlier, brother. I talked about this. I said this was that shit was a great performance by her lawyers in the courtroom today. I watched the whole fucking proceeding as I was working. In between calls, I'm talking to doctors on the phone, and, and when I'm not talking to them, I'm, I'm watching Carrie Lake. I'm watching that, that courtroom mm-hmm. proceeding. That so, shit was, so, it was, it was pretty damn good. So here's what they it is. They made a strong case. Yeah. They've been smoking mirrors for like four years. Mm-hmm. They got us looking at uh, votes from China over the web. Mm-hmm. They got all of these crazy ass scenarios that Alex Jones and his crew done made a lot of money off of. You got mm-hmm. to stop the steal. You got mm-hmm. Mandel yeah. out there, all this. And really, the steal was much simpler mm-hmm. than what people giving it credit for. That's what I'm getting out of this. Okay. You simply just replace okay. all the goddamn ballots. Yeah, you just well, simply that's what they did. The they, they, they replaced them. They threw out the ones. They, they knew <laughs> which ones to throw out. And put another box right? in. Right. And, and they put them in, right, and brought up a whole other 25 G's <laughs> worth of fucking break. But the, they About, fucked up because they broke the chain of, uh, the chain of, the uh, chain of what do you call chain of command? Chain of custody. Yeah. They fucked that up. That's where they got caught. They got caught with their hand in the cookie jar. And they got people. They got eyewitnesses. And they got a lot of fucking evidence on this shit. This, that's why it's so interesting. That's why it's drama-filled for real. Well, I'm this, you, I watched that whole fucking proceeding today. coming out, and uh, her case is based mm-hmm. on an earlier case they would not take in Pennsylvania because they struck it mm. down. They wouldn't even take it. And when mm-hmm. – uh, um, I'll get the name of the book in a second. So I'm reading this book. And what they're saying is in a lot of these places, see, it used to be where you cast your ballot at the precinct. The the ballots are then counted at the precinct. And they got the precinct caught in the lie there, though. Out. So, they didn't, so they didn't happened, count them at that precinct, though. Well, go ahead. Yeah, but that's what a lot of jurisdictions are doing. They're getting central mm-hmm. counting systems. So now they're not counting them at the precincts anymore. They're picking them up from the precinct transporting them supposedly supposedly to right, these central right. places and the central places counting them now that's the chain of custody issue right there point blank mm-hmm. right if, if, if you taking them from the precinct to a central place right. that's yeah, game you're taking over. them too many people now, right it's gonna change hands several times right. though, this book is saying these people already got the ballots packed 
at the central place. So what oh. they're transporting, they're trashing, and they're replacing it with ballots they already that. have. And mm-hmm. that's how you'll see these massive jumps. You know, the, uh, oh, we found mm-hmm. 50,000 ballots, right? And they have all this mm-hmm. shit on scan disk. All this shit is on the disk. All they got to do is plug in a goddamn thing into the computer. Boom, 10,000 votes. Boom, 20,000 votes. So what they're saying is this. They already have the total election already done on right. dummy ballots that's already in that central place. Everything only- else is just smoke and mirrors. Right. They, but these people fucked up in a couple of they instances. They fucked up because they knew but what they, they were they, looking for. <laughs> right. And, and and so some of the, the culprits made a couple of false steps. One was with the printers, right? They, they scammed on because the paper. Yes. They scammed on the paper and, and, and the, the actual printing paper. And the way that the machines are made up is that somebody has to – you know, somebody has to deliberately go inside of the machine and change mm-hmm. the settings. That's what they, that's one of the ways they got caught this time around, mm-hmm. right? And and they brought in and they had their little uh, specialists on site, and they was mm-hmm. like, yeah, they was like, you can't you can't change these settings. Because remember, they they do the pre-check, they do all the checks before the the you know they open the Correct. doors. They do it days and days leading to voting day. So everything yeah. was perfect the entire time. So someone had to go into the machine, reprogram it to change the settings where they knew they would not be able to read the you know tabulate the votes. Those ballots. That's yeah. That's where they got. That's one of the ways they got caught this time around, right? And they, and they were able to. They were able to prove it. That shit was like I said. We been while we watch a lot of movies. That movie that in that courtroom like, was popping. That shit was popping today. They said, "Did you the report?" The witnesses and shit. There was a hundred and twenty million ballots. Yeah, that's what we reported. Right. Well, how in the fuck y'all end up with hundred and ninety thousand? If you said it was, well, only, I mean, uh, where the other seventy thousand come from? Well, well, uh, uh, I those grew, were just right. <laughs> I, I grew up on Perry Mason. I watched a lot of Perry Mason growing up. You know, my mama. That was one of my mom's mm-hmm. favorite show, Perry Mason. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I grew up a lot of courtroom dramas, and that mm-hmm. shit was good. The witnesses that mm-hmm. came in, oh, they was funking with the with the with the uh, government uh, lawyers talking about just clowning them. It was it was. I'm like, Ooh. I had to give a couple of standing ovations when people was like, no, I know what they was. They was calling out the lawyers that was trying to misconstrue shit that they were saying, trying to confuse mm-hmm. the people. And I said, mm-hmm. this is this is pretty fucking good. This is good. And um, see, that's the, the issue. Now, I've been saying they said, know Ooh. the true numbers. You wow. got a record amount of, of Americans, a record amount, saying, well, I want none of this shit. They know the true numbers. Yeah. That's why they forcing all this shit. I mean, they're over, but they're just straight. They just straight took shit. Put it like that. Yeah. 
that's why they going overboard because they can never put it in our hands again because they know the true numbers. Right. And they so, gaslighting us and 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 this is a form of div- division. They gaslighting yeah. us. And then we'll say something like this. See what y'all stupid ass people get for voting Biden. See that's gaslight cuz that's implying hmm. that this many people out there is stupid enough to vote for him. But according to what we're seeing in this Arizona case, this out mm-hmm. in the public for everybody to see, that's not the case at all. These people are making up whole fucking elections, y'all. They're making up whole <laughs> elections. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The whole it, entire it, election. <laughs> this shit was so bad. I mean, that shit was so bad in the court today that the actual defendant, you know, like the defense got like two or three lawyers, and so does Carrie Lake and her mm-hmm. people. The shit got so bad that mm-hmm. the defendant, the, the the basically the government lawyers had to object each other because <laughs> the other lawyer was fucking up so bad. I had never seen nothing like that in my life. This motherfucker objected to they to they partner to the judge. I I object. Wait, what? What? We on the same team? That's how bad it was. Cause you can't get around that shit. They you can't, can't get, get around, around it. Damn. This is a whole fucking shit show right here. You can, and that's you, just an example of what's going on across the United States especially in black communities. It just so happened is they, they, they pissed off those cowboys over in fucking Arizona. Man. But this is happening. This is how you get in those Fulton County results because we know goddamn well all those black people in Fulton County ain't coming out to vote. Goddamn, they done tore half of Detroit the fuck down. They still trying to build the motherfucker up. Where's all these black folks from Detroit? Philly, they got mm-hmm. a homicide problem, so going out to vote is probably the least of the fucking. They broke a record. They had 500. They went, they, they went over 500 homicides. You said that's the least of their concerns, that, That's right? the least of their worry. You know they're not thinking about no voting down in goddamn Baltimore. A Washington, right. D.C., we bought and paid for a long time ago. So this is happening, especially in our communities. That's what's happening. Right. They are manufacturing entire, and and, and the problem is, see, Trump fucked them up because he broke the goddamn, he had too many numbers that first time. So they couldn't print all those goddamn ballots, right? Right. But this time, they got it ready for us, right? Boxes. And boxes. (laughs) The man say, well, if the machine is supposed to take 20 by 30, how the fuck we end up with all these 19 by 12 ballots? Yeah, these 19-inch, yeah, man. Like, how did that happen? How, how did how that did happen? happen? Like, That's not supposed to right? happen. That's they, they, can't, they can't explain that shit away. It, it was interesting. And IB said this, it's all on the judge. You got to keep your eye on the judge. And and I was, I, I was very surprised. I was very surprised about how many things he was allowing into you know, allowing the her attorneys to bring into 
bring it to the court. I thought a lot of that stuff he would be like, like they would object to it, and he'll be like, you know, you can't, uh, you know, you can't adhere. We're not going to adhere to that. But mm-hmm. I was surprised that he. Now, was, uh, at the end of the day, he may rule how he has right. to rule because his family right, was cause, online. He had dinner exactly. <laughs> we, we, we exactly we yeah. know they all masons. We we know they yeah. all masons, but, yeah. and, and they have an oath. And they like, motherfucker, if you don't mm-hmm. make sure that this shit stays in place, we'll take out your whole family. We'll that's take all up. y'all out. Mm-hmm. You, you, you'll come up missing. Mm-hmm. And then give them a Nilla folder with pictures with little Chinese girls in it. Well, something to happen. We, I don't know which way, but they'll make sure, they, they'll, they'll make mm-hmm. sure he'll pay for it. If he go, because understand, mm-hmm. that is, that would be one of the camel, the straw that broke the camel's back, it will show and prove how they've been stealing elections. How they've been stealing the elections. It's no way that, you know, truthfully, it's no way that I I, I can see the judge overturning that election, that governor. I mean, and, yeah, and, come and on, in that like, way, who the fuck he vote for Mitch McConnell? I mean, I know he's Trump that's Kentucky. That's true. Oh God! Right. The Kentuckians ain't that stupid. Yeah, the Kentuckians ain't that stupid. God damn! Kentucky I agree with you there. Like, God damn, damn man! And he just so happened to have a Chinese goddamn wife who the owns wife, Fortune okay. 500 companies in China, but. There's no conflict of interest there, right? Right, right. <laughs> so, it's wild. It's wild. Oh, man. It's so wild. It's so wild. So, yeah. But it's, 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 it's captivating to watch, I must say. I'm like, it's high drama. I'm watching part two tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm watching mm-hmm. part two tomorrow. And, and 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 like I said, you know, like we said, I.B. said, you know, uh, we're not gonna put all the eggs with that judge because he's human too. Uh, right, so he right. don't got he don't For got sure. he's been getting phone calls since he left up out of there. Um, Man, because those, that those things get that real today, Yeah, yeah. So you you saw what I saw in that courtroom today, and I was like, whoa, this is yeah, pretty damning. And then it's, it's so damning that they won't be reported on it on CNN. <laughs> it won't be reported on MSNBC. It will not be reported on NBC. It will not be reported on CBS, right. PBS. You ain't gonna okay? hear about it. You, you ain't gonna hear about it. That's how compelling mm-hmm. that shit was in the courtroom today. Mm-hmm. You're gonna hear a peep. Um, I said, Ooh. That's an indictment against the uh, the American population. We shot right. ourselves in the foot. You know, they put the right. orange man bad out there, so we don't care. Do whatever you have to do to get orange man out. Right. We don't even care. That's the part. That's what I'm saying. That's what I was telling the fam earlier. I said they're using them dummies to shield themselves, yes. to shield them. They're using yes. the dummy population. Yes. That shit, exactly. regardless of what you think about uh, Elon, them Twitter files is off the motherfucking chain. I am so sorry. The them, them Twitter dumps that he doing is bigger than Watergate, any kind of mm-hmm. fucking government fucking thing. 
any of that shit. Mm-hmm. Them Twitter files is off the chain, off the chain. It's showing, it's it really showing you how, how social media companies from the jump, from the invention of any mm-hmm. social media platform is all been government made. It's all That's government. Right. It's been government yeah. since day one. Facebook, yeah. Black Planet, um, mm-hmm. what's that other shit y'all used to be on? MySpace, all that shit. Yeah. Every all last one government. of those companies is all government Government creation. agency. Period. Just like my All of it. Just like all of it. <laughs> all that shit. Nothing about no no little nerd in fucking Stanford in a in a dormitory with his friends and talking about I'm gonna connect with my friends from high school. I'm gonna create this social media shit. Well, understand that he all of them are groomed in for that shit. Stanford and all those schools, MIT, all those tech companies that started all that programming and shit coming out of Silicon Valley and all these spots, okay, they are all federally funded schools. They get the majority of their money from the government. It ain't from tuition. So the government owns that intellectual property. Okay. That ain't from no mm-hmm. no rich ass people who send their children yep. to Ivy League schools and, and shit like that. No. They get their money from the government. Mm-hmm. And the government funds all that shit. All of it, baby. All of it. So that shit is so that shit been a psyop from day one. From day one. From day one. That's what remember when Alex Jones fired Millie Weaver, the white girl. She did mm-hmm. the Shadowgate documentary, and that's what she put in her document. That's why mm. Alex Jones fired her, because mm. she pulled the cover off of it, Millie Weaver, Shadowgate. That's what she was that. explaining. I got to see that. There. I don't remember that. I see that. Yeah, if, 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 if I have to make I'll send it. Yeah, Shadowgate. <clears throat> Shadowgate okay. 1, Shadowgate 2. Shadowgate was oh, the then first one. Okay. Uh, shadow and gate. If you you should be able to pull it up on Bitchin, but uh, yeah, I'll check it out. Yeah, she pulled it. She pulled it. They were saying how these were military operations. You got people sitting in uh, these innocuous office buildings, and mm-hmm. they're managing thousands of accounts per day at a time. You know, we're dealing with technology, so if I'm one of those people. All I have to do is just type one thing, and I can blast that to a uh, unlimited amount of right. accounts. And that's one right. thing that was in those emails that Musk found, that he found yeah. that a lot of these accounts were linked up together. You're talking about thousands yep. of thousands. They're all linked. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, all of it was a psyop. So when you go to, let's say, mm-hmm. AOC. Because she's missed social okay. media. And you look at AOC may have two, three million followers. To the average person, you're looking at that. Oh, she's really popular. Oh, I don't like her, but she's popular, right? All that shit made up. All of it's made up. <laughs> right. Right? All of right. it is made up. All of yeah, it is um, made up. And Ivy was like, um, 
You know, his friends shared that with him, meaning Jack Dorsey. That's why he was never there. I be when you start looking at the internal documents of just, how that shit was being run, like Jack Dorsey was never there. Well, just a figurehead. Right. Yeah. He, 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 right. So, oh, okay. I thought he, that's okay. He said he wasn't talking about Jack. Okay, I'm talking about Jack, but he was never there. Like you said, straight figurehead. He was like, I, I want to buy. I want to buy all of this shit. I, I, don't, I don't want any. Um, I don't want any more of that shit. But see, this is what's okay. that in the narrative. So all they got to do is get an op to type some shit, and everybody opping it on Twitter. But when we, the public, see it, the number one trending thing, coronavirus-19, is the dangerous thing in the world. Uh And all of these are bots. (laughs) Right? When Elon took over the shit, he said 70% of the traffic is bots. 70% 70% of all that shit is, is all bots. And they had again, to give it to Twitter because it is illegal for the government to run military psychological operations against its own on population. population. Yes. So, so they'll give you something like Twitter. They're even going into the funding of the original Twitter now. Mm-hmm. You know, then there's money coming from BlackRock. Money coming from Saudi Arabia, Dang which is the, the CIA mm-hmm. state of, you, you know what I mean? That's CIA up and down mm-hmm. in Saudi Arabia. They own that place. And right. uh, that's some serious, that's the, the implications to this is just so big that it's deeper than yeah. um, a lot of people will want to grasp. So we, we're deeper into fascism than we really realize. True. These are government Very companies. True. Amazon, Washington yeah. Post, Washington Times, all New these York Times. people. Mm-hmm. New York Times. These are these are government entities operating under these fronts, and that shit is fucking illegal. It's illegal. So, the government right, should so, not be interfering in the First Amendment whatsoever. So you got these um. Right, so you got this faction that I that I believe I could be completely wrong, but I, I I contest that there is a faction that is trying to fight against it. It's, it ain't no different than all the stories since the beginning of time, whether it's the battle in the heavens, you know, the battle on Earth, and everything in between. There's always a faction that is fighting that is trying to. I don't know. That's, I'm that's saying my take. No, I'm saying all that it's, shit it's, me, as a limited hangout because Elon Musk mm-hmm. ass ain't coming out and calling it as a government. I'm, I'm not talking about him. I, no, no, no. I'm not talking about Elon. He's not. A, he's not included in, in, in the in the faction that I'm talking about. Is fighting. That's to me. That's all surface shit. I'm talking about the motherfuckers who are really in the mud, oh, trying yeah. to go up against that's these the institutions. Problem. That's the problem. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm talking about them know, folks. Is that what Charles Schwab said in that book you read? The, the problem is <laughs> we got to control right. all this shit. <laughs> right. That little man down there do one thing and it reverberates. Uh, you know. <sighs> yeah, the the, the, the the faction that you never hear about. I wholeheartedly right. agree with that. You know, everybody is not taking it, you know, laying no. down. 
No. Uh, Absolutely. <laughs> well, we're not even we're not even in the equation. We just we I mean for the most part we we all have we are observers. We we're observers in this shit. We're, we're we, watching we, it play we, out. We threw our hand in a long time ago. Right. We're, we're just observers at this point and, and watching it play out. Um, what, what that well, means? See, I, that's I, a problem. Mm. That's a catch-22, too. It's okay to be an observer, but mm-hmm. you got to deal with the results of that fucking game. Now, unless somebody this got an island this somewhere to say, come on over, black people, this is our shit. Until that happens, you know, it's like uh, basketball. You play basketball. Now, I could be on the team, yeah. but I'm the 12th person on that bench. On the bench. I'm just watching. I'm just watching. You cheerleader. Giving you cheerleader. a little bit of advice. I'm a cheerleader. Like, Absolutely. Advice. You're right. I'm, a muscle. I'm, 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 I'm ML Carr on the, on the bench, on the sideline, <laughs> with a fucking towel in my hand. You see what I'm saying? With a fucking towel in my hand, you. like, woo. Way to go, Nev. Here you go. Here's your towel. Exactly. Water in your mouth. But when that final score comes, when that final score comes, does that 12 person uh, has a result outside of that team? No. So if you lose, they lose. (laughs) If you win, they win. That part is true. And and, and a reason why I say that is because, you know, Niggas are too far gone. It's like it ain't enough niggas yeah. in their right mind to even make that happen. Well, so, true. Now, I, now, you know what I'm saying? This is just what the fact is. I mean, you know, they, they <laughs> fucking bump and glow, glow Rilla around this motherfucker. <laughs> you know? Right. All they got to do is lock up a rapper and that, there it nigga is, free. man. Yeah, I'm a nigga free. That, they on you that, know, you know, they on that. Niggas is gone. Yeah. Yeah. So it ain't enough. It ain't yeah. enough of us in our right minds. So yeah. Unfortunately. So we. So we are. So we are contending. So a majority. The majority of us who are in our we right minds, for the most part, are now are, are are now just on watching, watching it play out, and you trying to protect yourself and your loved ones as much as you can. Man, you've been there right now. You we need to stop spending and stack up. As many fucking dollars as you can. So let's make a commitment. We'll give you, we'll give you uh, uh, the fat white man day. We'll let them come on down through your chimney, eat your cookies and shit. But please make it a commitment that right now is the time to save up as many dollars as you possibly can, because you're going I've been to saying be saying it. Every penny of it going forward. That's, that, I've been I've been preaching that for the last what three three years. Ever since Don allowed me to have uh, the money hour. What was that called? What was that? What was that yeah. segment was it called? The money gram. The money gram. The, the money, house, like the money gram. Ever since man, ever since I'm like, we all got to get our papers up. Like, it, man, my nigga Pac said. Keep your mind on your money, man. Keep your mind on your money. <laughs> well, because it's beyond regular commerce now. Right? It it's, is. it's beyond that. There's some other it's shit, man. Like, There's some other oh shit. They don't God. even care about commerce at this point. They don't even care. Jeez, oh, don't, don't say that. Care about oh. Oh. They don't even care about commerce right now. Right? They on something totally different. 
Oh, and I uh, got to save up as many dollars um, as, as, as we uh, possibly can. You know, after January, uh, suspect things to start moving awfully fast. I agree. I'm talking about the, breaking January third. Fast. Yes. You talking after the third, right? Yeah. After, after yeah, the third, they're gonna, gonna, they gonna, they gonna, they gonna dance you through the holidays. <clears throat> they're gonna dance you through, make you feel all mm. good, content. I ate my turkey. I'm all right. Got a TV. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Fine. Go to your pot. Go to your fucking <laughs> container, nigga. Go, go to your container. You're going to be living in these goddamn... You know what I mean? You got a PlayStation 5 containers and, and, in your zone. and put, and put your Oculus on, right? Oh. And do virtual reality <laughs> games. Hey, ready? <laughs> Player One. Go watch Ready, Ready Player, Player One, one again. You know what I'm Ready saying? Player One. All right. Uh, Ready Player One mixed with a little Fahrenheit 40, 450, what's it called? 4 or 5, whatever. Mixed with a little bit of, uh, uh, what was the fucking one? With, um, Sylvester Stallone and Wesley Snipes. Uh, yeah. Remember that one? Oh, yeah. uh, Demolition uh, Man. Mixed, Demolition Man. Mixed with a little, yeah. right? Mixed with a little bit of Demolition Man. Mm-hmm. Go go fight World War Two in your Oculus. You know we got uh, uh, <laughs> uh, Navy Seals two two twenty five twenty three. Year twenty three is out, right? Call of Duty. That's it. Call uh, of Duty twenty three is out. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And them joins me really uh, hell too. Shit. So go get your your, your yeah. Oculus and, and just go ahead on and sit on the side right now. Because uh, we're look, we're looking we're looking um, digital currency in its face, and it's not. But check funny. it. But it, it's it's not it, it's not it, it is because it's on the fast track for real for real. They're really trying to break this bad boy. Um, I forgot what I was gonna say before I get on. We we get ready to get out of here. Um, digital currency because that's your show. pet peeve. <laughs> yeah. It is the digital currency is my pet peeve and. Next 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 Wednesday, I want to bring in the because um, I found this document by the Rockefeller Foundation done in 2014. Okay, and mm-hmm. and and I was able to find it and get my hands on it, and I want to share it with the fam. Where if you've seen surrogates, if you've seen the movie surrogates, where like in the instant they turn everybody off and they fall out. With the switch and shit, I got I got to study that shows you the research and the scientific backing that the Rockefeller Institute has been doing for quite some time. Mm-hmm. And understand, they're going to, as all this shit, is, this transformation is taking place, they're going to have people distracted with these so-called accomplishments. Hear me out. With these fake so-called accomplishments mm. one being you got a little taste of it over the strong beginning starting last week to the strong beginning and it was with that fucking fake ass fusion energy that fake celebration mm-hmm. they're going to have a ceremony at the white house coming up this week about the false premise of fusion energy mm-hmm. And you got to understand, you got to ask yourself, why are they doing that when they're nowhere near, right. so to speak, where fusing energy can be used? We don't have the infrastructure built 
perfusion energy. Right. But they're going to celebrate it. They're going to have a ceremony about it. But you've got to ask yourself, why are they having these type of ceremonies? It is because it wants, they want to show the fake facade of, of innovation and for transformation for better for better living and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? They want to be able to, to fool people into that so they're going to have these, you know, these fake, um, it's kind of like when they had that fake shit when uh, Kennedy said, we're going to the moon. We're going to the moon. Mm-hmm. Our shit is to go to the moon in 10 years and bring somebody back. Then they was it's in a replay death. of that. Mm-hmm. Right. It's a replay of that shit. Okay. But they're doing it with 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 the energy, with the fusion, um, you're gonna see it also with um, that so-called cure for cancer called the moonshot. You're gonna see them do it with that. Crisper. So they ain't really yeah. the crisper there. They haven't really rolled that out, so you can expect that. And they're gonna they're gonna do all these things, and it's and it's all gonna be um, just smoking mirrors, um, baby. Smoking beers so you don't see what's underneath the cover. So in other words, we're living don't want you in a goddamn virtual reality is what you tell me. Now. Well, we, I mean, we, 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 always, have, we always have been, right? We, we always said this thing was a simulation uh, inside of a simulation. People can't grasp but, that but, now. They can't. But, but, but this one here is, um, as my man Chuck D said, I, 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 I just don't know if we have enough people to fight the power. Man, but I mean, and, and, and I'm like you, Neff, right? I go back and forth because mm-hmm. I'm black, right? If right. Right. only we could just understand that they're making a lot of this shit all the way up. Mm-hmm. If that reality can be accepted, that puts you in the advantage. Cause so now you're not hindered, you know, by certain things. We're taking it as real, but we just can't. Right. Right. Look at the, look at look at COVID nineteen. Uh, now they're about to tell mm-hmm. you, yeah, it was a lab leak in China. Now all of a sudden they <laughs> double back, pull that off the shelf. Eighty to ninety percent of the people gonna be like, yeah, I knew the government was making that shit, and that's what they want you to believe that mm-hmm. the shit exists, right? They don't care how you believe. Mm-hmm. Just believe it was a movie uh, about a pyramid scheme. Um, and the name of the movie was Just Believe, the funniest movie ever. Just believe. That's all he wants you right. to do. Just believe. Just believe right. that Joe Biden ain't sitting in the front of a green screen because his ass barely can't got down. Well, I mean, oh, he's my God, he so many interviews. The motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. his green screen done cracked so many motherfucking times in some of these things he's doing. And people oh, ain't goodness getting it. gracious. Where's Kamala Harris? Yeah. We couldn't keep her ass off the fucking I've been TV saying that with her chucks on. She is the most <laughs> invisible vice president I've ever seen, ever. Like, what did they do to her? Did they, they stuff her in the closet? Like, where is she? Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah, they stuff her ass in the closet. But she's perfectly mm-hmm. fine with that, right? You, you got certain people in power now. All they care about is the title and the flaws <laughs> in some measure. They right. they could care less about him. They will kill you over that title and flaws, right? Uh, it's, right. A, it's a whole lot of them like that. So I've seen her type. 
before. But yeah, now what you're describing is we're living in a matrix like shit, right? <laughs> well, I mean, we uh, we always real. known it. I mean, yeah, we we've it's always real. known it, but it, that that time that time is here, man. <laughs> so, Jael says she's managing all the boomers. We got <laughs> Jael in front says she's out here. It's true. Jael says she's managing all the boule Negroes. That that is true. But you got a point there. Right, because the boule, all they want is a picture. Right. I, I used to get on these people's nerves, man. I used to get in front of these people, and I'd be around some black guy with a towel and take you somebody. Like, man, you ain't nothing but a goddamn picture taker. You'll mm. sell out your whole community to get a picture next to Nancy Pelosi. Mm. And that's how it is, man. It, it, and it's very sad. Um, mm. We got to figure out that we got to figure out this, 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 this digital currency. It's yeah. sort of hard because, you know, what, what's the ground rules to this shit? Smokey, do, do you take my dollars huh. from goddamn PNC or whatever bank it is? Right. And just transfer it, and I get these digital credits. Is the basis going to be different? Like we 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 tuned the dollars. You talk about. I don't. Yeah, we very tuned the dollars. I don't. I don't see them unrolling the digital coin truly till they get at least eighty percent of the population into the digital ID. If they can't get people into the digital ID, so we're looking at another hoax, be, is what you're saying. Basically. It's going to be, yeah, absolutely, it's coming. Oh man, they, hey, 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 they got, they got ten years worth of fucking um, hoaxes, <laughs> hoaxes that they got lined yeah. up. Ten years worth of it. Um, so they got to get like eighty percent of the population on on that digital ID, then centralize. Control center. Right, 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 right. So, we gotta get them on the grid. So until yeah, until until they do that, they, they can't just totally just roll out the digital that um that centralized Fed coin that they got. So, but you know, but that but that's it, y'all. But, but like next Wednesday, man, make sure y'all get here early so y'all can watch Europa. I'm playing Europa. Um, it really went to. It goes into the heart of what we building on here. Um, this is why What's your rope, uh, I appreciate it, it is. It's a documentary, okay. man. It's ten hours oh, long. It's, it's ten. Yeah, and it's ten hours long. It's ten hours long, and it's and it's breaking up. It's breaking down a lot of stuff we're talking about here about the effects of, of World War One. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. How that shit. How that shit took place. The Bolshevik Revolution. Um, in in the strong mm-hmm. communist. Um, in in you know how they use that communist uh, manifesto, what you want to call it, into mm-hmm. grabbing the people. And I hate how they um, I hate how they they use nukes to really implement hard, 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 hard after 1955. How they served up niggas communism real hard. All the way, That's and it why happened. They had to and get and rid I mean, of Generation X. We saw that right. shit. And they, absolutely, <laughs> and they carried that communist mindset yeah. all the way up until present day. Until present Bernie. day. Uh, with, with Bernie Sanders and all the Negroes that were riding with Bernie Sanders. 
It's oh, I mean, same. because, see, that's going to run you into the Panthers, and you and I both know any time we attempt to broach that subject, hell right. breaks loose. Any time yeah. we attempt to broach that, hell breaks loose. Um, it's the, and, and, you, and you see how it was so so strongly implemented on Nubans. I saw that. The whole mm-hmm. communist fucking mm-hmm. doctrine, the breaking up of the family the degradation of the woman, the mm-hmm. impetus or the emasculation of man, and got men and black men and women thinking that we did it to each other. <sighs> we did it to yeah. each other. Yeah, we did it. So now, we, again, now, we, so now we, so we have the majority of, of our people have no moral compass. They have no moral code. They have no integrity. Now, the goddamn Black Lives Matter fist, oh. all you have to do is Google that fist. Just oh, I screenshot know. it. Oh, I know. I know. I know. We talked about it. <laughs> we, we talked about it. It said the destruction of the nuclear family and, and all this and, it, it, you know, take, take away all that. But remember that document, y'all. This was, remember the mm. document that I, that, I, that I put on the show about a year and a half ago. And right, it might have been right before COVID break, broke out. And, mm-hmm. and I told you that they put this shit in the, in the, in the Black Smithsonian, where it was a, a document that they were circulating that told you what was not black. Like, if you're thinking oh, yeah, yeah, like this, that. you're so, thinking yes. like a European. And what was that yes. shit? It if was about ambition. Yes. Right, if you're on time, you're thinking like mm-hmm. a white person. If you are ambitious, you have a, Euro, a European mindset. If you allowed your kids to have their own room, you were living in an Anglo-Saxon mindset. If you, um, mm-hmm. it, it, it was the wildest shit. It, it, and that was like when you but looked then at when the you look at the whole it, picture, though, isn't right? that what the communists did? They came in and told us to tell ourselves we wasn't worth shit. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Documents like that and all that is all a part of of the communist um, game plan that they they used on black folks. I I hate that the Panthers roll with the Mao Mao, Chairman Mao doctrine. I hate that because they didn't need it. They didn't need it at all. So that really lets well, you know I mean, that I mean, let's who just, took just on who was in they control were of that movement. the ones who formed it in the first place. But, see, we're not ready to have that conversation. Right. So, see, when we right. have that conversation in our community, it's going to cut. Yeah, it's it cut, cut like hard. A motherfucker. It, it's going to sting. It, it's going to sting. That big time. Because niggas fell for the okie doke. Because they fell for it. All those revolutionary so-called things we go were yes. all backed by communist, communist all agenda and doctrine. To-